in here. What's happening? What's popping? Mr. Wilk in the chat. Coy was good, fam. I see you, man. I see you. Miss Brenda, 223 DMR. Slick back. Yeah, what's happening? Hope y'all having a beautiful Saturday. Got Mr. Wilk coming in tonight. Yeah. Hope y'all ready. Hope y'all got y'all questions ready. We're going to see what this brother got coming up. What's in the pipeline? Man, trying to let some more people get up in here. Everybody enjoy this all this shot show content this week. Some pretty interesting stuff coming out. Some stuff I'm not that excited about. Some stuff I am. What's y'all's favorite thing y'all seen coming out so far from Shot Show? Peanut, what's popping, fam? Oh, slick back. I ain't going to get on you tonight, slip back. I'm going to give you a break tonight, brother. <laughs> What's up, Dexter Norman? Appreciate you coming through, fam. Yeah, Shot Show, it seemed like it was pretty dope. I was set up to go for last year. Had my press pass approved, ready to go and everything, and they canceled it. What's up, AK Lover? Good to see you out here, brother. Yeah, Hootie Who, what's up, man? That's my partner right there. If y'all don't know, Hootie Who walking around looking like a tree. He tall as hell. That's my guy right there. Hot Tub Tony, what's up, squad? Diego, what's happening? I see y'all coming in here. Yeah, man. Make sure y'all hitting that like button when y'all come through. Make sure y'all hitting that like button. Rodney Brady, what's up, Squirt? I see you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think we got a nice little number in here right now. So we about to get this thing jumping. Y'all ready? Bam. What's, What's up, up brother? <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks, Greg. Going? How's it going? Man, I'm good, man. <laughs> you see the people in here. Y'all say hello to Mr. Wilk, man. Come on now. What's up, everybody? If you if you see me glancing down, I'm looking at the uh the chat. So <laughs> trying to keep up with y'all too. I got y'all <laughs> on my other phone. <laughs> <laughs> All the colors still came out. What you talking about? I got on a red and black hat, red, green, and black on a shirt with a black shirt. What you talking about? What did he say? He's talking about all the colors I still came oh, out. Oh, it's Boy, don't, don't make me pull up your family photo with them Furbies again, boy. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> man. How's it going, Hootie Hoo? I see you there in the comments. Yeah, man. And Diego. So what's going on, man? Tell me, tell us about you. You know what I'm saying? We don't really know much about you other than you did some amazing, impressive things here lately. So 
So what, tell us about uh, Mr. Wilk. You know what I'm saying? You know, like <clears throat> to like that that statement right there. You don't know much about me. It's kind of how I am. Like I'm I'm really just uh, I'm I don't go out much. I don't do much. I just stay at home. <laughs> My brain does a lot of thinking while I'm alone. So I like that's just how I am. Like you, you're not gonna catch me out that much. But um, you know I. I'm just a regular guy. Okay, <laughs> I, okay. I uh, just got into guns, really. Like, just became my main hobby and uh, my main passion. So when did you get into the guns? So I was always into guns from movies, uh, video games, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's how a lot of people are. They, they start off that way, movies and video games. Right. And they're curious. But then when they get older, it it depends on which way it goes. So you could either be on the bad side of it or the, the good side of it. <laughs> so gotcha. I got into actual guns, like, you know, owning them and shooting them and stuff like that on my own. Because my family was always against guns. Um, they always saw them as a bad thing. And they always taught me that it was a bad thing. Um, but I always, you know, had my secret passion for it. I used to get like little BB guns and you know little pellet guns and stuff like that and i used to actually make uh launchers uh in my garage just on my own like just you know tinkering around because i didn't have any other means to um express myself <laughs> you right, know right. what i mean so i had to find ways but when i actually got into real guns was when i joined the air force so up, that's when i f uh, first shot a gun was at basic training and okay. I fell in love right there. I, I remember uh, getting, you know, training up on how to break down an M16, how to clean it and everything like that, right? They, they taught us that way before we actually did the shoot. Right. And then when the day came, that's when I was like, yeah, oh, my, my heart was beating. I was so ready for that day. <laughs> and then when we got to the firing line, yeah, <laughs> like, I was excited. <laughs> but when we got to the firing line, that was, that was my favorite part of BMT, too. Like, that's all I really wanted. <laughs> but uh, when I got to the firing line and we were about to zero in the rifles, I was laying down in the prone position. And I took my, uh, you know, got, got my sights all lined up and everything. They told us we're good to fire. We're, we're, the range is hot. And Boy, I took that first shot. And the smoke was just coming out the back of the receiver. And I remember I, I, I took a second. Even though it was a timed uh, zeroing, it was timed. So I, I was like, let me just take a second to take this in. And I took a sniff of the smoke. Like, I was like, ah. <laughs> I loved it. It loved it. Man, there's nothing like <laughs> that smell. First time. Yeah. And then when I um, when I bought my first one, uh, I was, it was, it was like a year after I was in the Air Force. But um, it took that long because I, was, I wasn't a citizen yet. I mean, you can get guns without being a citizen, but, you know, that kind of motivated me to get one. But when I got my citizenship in 2012, that's when I decided to get a passport and a gun. <laughs> so you, so, so where were you from originally? The Bahamas. The Bahamas. Okay. Okay. So you're Bahamas. Yeah. My godfather's yeah. Uh, from the Bahamas. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I, I grew up there until I was about 14. And okay. even as a kid, we used to move um, back and forth a lot. So I lived in Florida 
for about a year or two when I was really young. I can barely remember it, but I do I do remember living there. And then um, we moved back to the Bahamas. And when I was 14 was when we finally moved to Florida to, okay. you know, permanently be in the U.S. Okay. So how do you like yeah. Florida? It's just nice. The only thing is I don't like the heat, which is why I now live in Virginia. <laughs> okay. Because that heat every year, it was just it seemed like it was getting worse. And, yeah. um, like, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I, I need to be, I still want to be on the coast, sort of. That's why I chose Virginia. And I don't want to be all the way north where they're having blizzards. I want a little bit of snow, not too bad, you know, not too cold, not too hot. And I felt like Virginia was a good spot and still had decent gun laws. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's important. Anywhere I go, they got to have good weather and good gun laws. Yeah, <laughs> I want to shout out to boy real quick, Jada Shooter. He up in here, Black Point. Oh yeah, I've been, I've been. Sorry, y'all. I've been <laughs> chatting my head off too much. I wasn't looking at the comments. Oh, you well, good, what's buddy. up, everybody? So, Ronnie Brady said, "What part of Florida were you in?" So, when I first moved there as a kid, I was in uh, the um, uh, Kendale, Kendale Lakes area. Okay. Yeah, okay. Miami-ish area. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> um, and then I went to high school at Boynton Beach. So I was actually, if Delray Dan, he's, he's in, is he in there yet? I don't know. No, I hadn't seen him pop but, up yet. But yeah, I, I'm, that area is kind of close to Delray Beach too. <laughs> Delray Dan, yeah. that's where he at. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's where I went to high school. And then uh, before I moved here, I was in the Sarasota area. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you know, went from the Bahamas to Florida to Virginia after you was in the military, and then right. so you got how how long did you stay in the military? For uh, I did four years active and one in the reserves. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then you got and when out. I was and active. Crazy. Sorry. And you got out and went gun crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got I went gun crazy in the Air Force too, but then when I got out, that's why I went to gunsmith school, and luckily my GI Bill covered it. So I took care of all of that too. What school did you go to? Uh, Pennsylvania Gunsman School in Pittsburgh. Okay. okay. So I I lived in Pittsburgh for a while too. Um, I went to SDI and, for a while. Yeah, I've I've heard of it, but I've like that's the only thing I've only heard of it. I don't know what goes on there, what the how the course is actually going. You know, people ask uh, me all the time what SDI, it's hard but as hell. I have no clue. Hard as hell. Yeah. Uh, the work, like the work as far as like the labs, which is where you actually do physical work, mm -hmm. um, they were pretty easy. But I was going for my bachelor's or my associates in uh, uh, firearms, uh, ballistics, and science. Mm -hmm. But the ballistics part, oh my God, that advanced ballistics class, that shit was hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> so so it is like a physical school then yeah it's an actual school in arizona and then that you can go online and i was going online mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they do have a physical campus yes okay yeah. and where did where did you do the physical part of your course you did it at your house okay so mm -hmm. i had to set up that's that's where this whole workbench behind me came from. I got that for school. Mm -hmm. So you had to set up a basically set up a shop at your house 
and they would send mm-hmm. you the stuff. Like one of the, one of your projects uh, was going to be uh, building a muzzle loader, so they sent you the kit to build a muzzle loader. Mm-hmm. So your final project will be building an AR-10, an AR-15, or a 1911 from scratch. But they sent you the stuff to start with. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I didn't know that it was uh, that much involved. Because yeah. me, I'm more of a hands-on person. So when I hear online gunsmithing, that doesn't add up to me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so but I had, like I said, I had no clue how it was actually conducted. No, but, they um, sent you all the all the books telling you. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll give you your assignments and stuff, and then mm-hmm. they'll send you all the books and stuff that you need to complete the assignments and know how to do what you're supposed to do. They send you the tools. They send you the stuff to do it with. Like when you do the Kydex lab, they send you the actual Kydex kit to make the holster with. Um, mm-hmm. The um, Hydro Dip lab, they send you an actual Hydro Dip kit. You know what I'm saying? So like, really? Uh, they, they really are involved then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They send you everything. So like on the Kydex lab, you know, you need the Dremel and all that stuff. They actually <laughs> send you a Dremel. Wow. Yeah, so that, like that gunsmithing tools, like they, I got a set of uh, nice gunsmithing uh, screwdrivers. They sent me a big, huge ass box of files, like files from this big all the way up to like right. this big. They mm-hmm. sent me all, they sent me some digital calipers, all kind of stuff, man. That's cool. <laughs> Special. That's cool. I, I thought that was kind of like a self-paced thing, but they they actually <laughs> sounds like it's pretty good. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so Monday. Uh, all your work is due by Monday, mm-hmm. and then your new assignments. So you, no, it's due by Sunday. Your new assignments drop on Monday, and then you got to the following Sunday to do them. And then you got quizzes, you got uh, finals, you got midterms, you got all that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like going to going to school, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how it works for me. And and, uh, yeah, at Pennsylvania Gunsmith School, it was like. A lot of um, you know typical school structure where you have semesters and um, you know finals and you know all that sort of stuff too, but it was all hands on and in person. So Monday through Friday, I think class started like around seven, it ended at um, three around three maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was Monday through Friday full time, full time. <laughs> so yeah. that GI Bill helped a lot. I was still working <laughs> the week like on. Um, um, in the afternoons and on the weekends, right? But uh, that all that really did was help me buy more expensive parts. <laughs> right, right. So, so is that how you build up your, is that how you built up your tools to do what you do now? Yeah, pretty much. Like a lot of the tools, they, same thing. They gave a lot, um, us a lot of the tools, and they taught us how to make our own tools. So, um, like uh, stock scrapers and chisels and everything like that. We actually made. Uh, in our first semester, so we we made the tools that we were going to be using in our second semester. Okay. And then uh, third semester was machining, so they taught us how to use uh, you know mechanical lathe, uh, you know uh, manual lathes and mills, and then um, we made we made again more tools that we were going to use in the fourth semester, which was making you know project rifles and and pistols. Like in my case, I did a pistol and a rifle, but you could it was. Two two custom guns that you had to make from scratch, okay. stock and everything. Chamber like chambering the barrel, cutting the shank on it, um, cutting threads for the the muzzle, 
and and the, the crown, like everything. <laughs> so they did. They were more in depth than than SDI did because they didn't do that. They well, that I see. That's another thing too. Like if if you wanted if you wanted to get into that that much detail of it, it kind of has to be at a school unless you have a lathe and a mill at home, which that's pretty expensive. I don't have any right now. Um, but that's what I'm trying to, you know, work towards. But uh, yeah, they they are they had uh, stations of I want to say they had about seven uh, lathes and four mills upstairs and downstairs. They had two mills for stock making, so they kept the wood and metal in separate locations because you don't want to have uh, the wood machinery kind of got beat up a lot. Right. And with metal, you would have a lot more uh, precise tolerances. So they kept it, all the equipment upstairs, and only the fourth semester students could use the new machines. Third semester, we had machines that were clanking around. Like, <laughs> I forgot what they called this one, but it was an old Chinese beat up uh, lathe, and it was like the oldest lathe in the school. And <laughs> it still worked. It still worked. It was. <laughs> it measured in uh, millimeters rather than inches. You know, like inches, like we were <laughs> normally. But like it still did the job if you knew what you were doing. But everybody tried to avoid that one, and when it ran, it used to clank like so. Yeah, I mean, but it, it still worked. It still worked. Did its job. <laughs> they did have like really nice new ones though for fourth semester students. Like uh, the brand was Sharp, and um, that, that was the brand of the lathe. And then the Mills, I think they're also Sharp. But they had one that was a jet uh, brand. I remember that one. Gotcha. I, I actually like that one more than the rest. But the sharp lathes, those things were like Cadillacs. They were smooth. They used to cut like <laughs> cut metal like it's butter. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. It's like buying a car. If oh, you yeah. if you want to get a good lathe, like a, a good lathe that has like a lot of safety features that that one did, like a foot pedal for you to um, step on so that you're not. Like if you if you accidentally get sucked into the machine, which is oh. a horrible thing that can happen. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, like a feature that if your foot is off of that that um, that bar, the machine will cut off. It actually okay. has brakes that will stop it. So okay. you're still gonna get messed up, but <laughs> but at least it's not gonna rip you to shreds. Gotcha, gotcha. Want to give a shout yeah, out to Jack Paul Trades and uh, two dollar. What's happening? Fella? I'm sorry. Y'all. <laughs> I've been slacking on the comments. Oh, you good, bro. You good. So I'm watching them. I'm watching them. Oh, now, we have uh, Poindexter in there, too. Jack of all trades. Yep, I see y'all. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you – so, okay, so your your fame here lately has been this doggone Desert Eagle that you've turned <laughs> into a little full-auto monster. Right. So – what, when were you sitting around and that little <laughs> devil was sitting on your shoulder like, hey, dog, we're going to take this desert eagle and make it spit for real. <laughs> Where'd that come from? You know, I think I think Jay, Jay is that devil. <laughs> Jay the shooter. But um, so that that's really where it came from. I never even considered a full auto desert eagle before I met Jay. Um, cause he, I saw him shooting the, um, 
50 GI, you know, right. his, his uh, Glock conversion full auto. And then he took me to shoot his uh, 50 Beowulf um, full auto. And, you know, the two, two big 50 caliber full autos right there is, is pretty impressive. Right. But then the most famous, I think, full, I mean, the most famous 50 caliber pistol has to be the Desert Eagle. <laughs> so, so when I saw, you know, he had those two guns already, I was like, you, you need a full auto Desert Eagle. That's what, <laughs> that's what you need. So, um, yeah, he trusted me to, to work on it. So it took me a while just to figure out what it needed and where to put things because the gun obviously wasn't designed to do that. So I had to figure out where I was going to put the the sear and the trip and everything and all the extra stuff that needed to go on with it. Um, so that, that was the main challenge. And then once I figured it out, then I started making the parts and, um, you know, test firing them. We actually had um, the first time we tried shooting it, it didn't work. <laughs> I was so discouraged. But at the same time, I was kind of expecting it because it was it was kind of crude and it was more of like a proof of concept and i just wanted two shots that's all i wanted to make sure that that it would actually work but i couldn't get i couldn't get more than one shot out of it um but then that actually taught me a lot of things that i wasn't expecting and then once we went out the second time um it still had a little bit of issues but i was able to fix it on the spot and then that's when you see all the videos of, of us shooting. The first videos that you see of us shooting, that's that's from that fix, and um, and the, it was the rest is history. <laughs> it was just the first time was like my main learning experience of what I had to redo. So yeah. and and I'll put some pressure on Jay right now. He has the videos of the first time, but <laughs> but he's taking forever to release it. <laughs> So Jay, if you're watching, <laughs> release those videos. Because <laughs> it's like the, the first time when it worked, when I, I only did get two shots out of it. and um, But that's all I had in the magazine was two shots because it wasn't working before that. But when it did work, you could see the excitement on my face. And I'm like, oh, you saw that? You saw Because <laughs> I knew what happened. I knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time ever a full auto Desert Eagle. And then, like I said, I made more tweaks on the spot and then made it work. Now, um, Let me who was my... the first one to actually shoot it? I was. Um, oh, Jay says they're coming. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was the first one to shoot it because I didn't, if something went wrong, I didn't want anybody else, you know, <laughs> I didn't want anybody to get any anybody else hurt. Right. So right. the first time we shot it, um, I had gloves on. I actually brought some Kevlar. It's not a full vest, but I bought some Kevlar just in case it blew up. <laughs> so I was prepared, and um, I knew it was a stupid idea, but I was I was still trying to be as safe as possible. But um, yeah, I, once I took the first shots, I was like, okay, and it seemed to be all right. And then when I got a full mag through it, I, I trusted it a lot more. And then I let Jay shoot it. And then uh, there, there's footage of him shooting it out there too. Um, and then Gun in the Hookah was, was the third one to shoot it. Oh my God, right there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like that guy too. <laughs> but he was the third one to shoot it. And he was the first one to go viral with it. Because his video, uh, he posted it on Facebook and like a couple of other places. And it got like crazy views on Facebook. Um, I was watching that mainly. I was like, geez, like I, I didn't even know. It just came out of nowhere. And then, uh, yeah, this is the first, this right here, what you're pulling up is the first time it did a full mag. The first time it did a full mag? Yeah. So for y'all that have not seen this full auto Desert Eagle, if there's anybody in here that has not seen it, <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Yeah, this clip right here is the very first time it, it did a full mag. Man, that's it. Can I have it? <laughs> you gotta ask Jay for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was super excited um, when it when it actually ran, and then I got more comfortable with it. So I I I, I know that grip is kind of close to the muzzle, so that's why I wore uh, gloves at first. But then I saw my gloves are fine. There was no heat, you know problems or anything like that and and where that grip is is also close to where the piston is on that gun so all the gases are coming out the sides of there too but where the grip actually is if you're holding it right you don't get any of that heat everything's fine like a lot of people are worried about that where the placement of that grip right but that thing is on there solid it's uh locked tight the screw is loctited that's holding it on it has two um picatinny lugs that hold it in, in place and then i bedded those lugs so there's no chance of that uh, sliding around. The, the tiniest gap that's between those lugs is actually filled in. Okay. So yeah, that thing is on there solid. <laughs> yeah, because it's I, not going. When off. I first saw it, I was like, "What if that grip comes loose?" Jason, he was <laughs> scared when y'all first time, first shoot, first shot. I was it. scared too. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared too. I didn't know what that was gonna do. <laughs> but like, if you don't. If you don't um, go out and try things, then nothing's going to happen. Like, imagine the Wright brothers, if they never decided to fly a plane, you know, that's the craziest thing in the world. You're going to go up in the sky in a big machine. Right. <laughs> and they did it. And now we have planes. <laughs> so, and Caleb said, could you imagine that gun with a drone? Man. I, I know. <laughs> I actually tried to reach out to um, uh, Promag. To try and see if they would, because they they do a lot of that kind of stuff. Like they do drums, even though their their reliability isn't that great, they're still willing to make crazy ideas, you know. So I, I reached out to them, thinking maybe, hey, can you make a a mag for this? <laughs> but they weren't on board, and I I can't I tagged uh, Checkmate. They actually make the magazines for Desert Eagles. I, mm -hmm. I tagged them in a video um, because I have an extension that I'm working on. Uh, but that's giving me issues, so I kind of uh, got relaxed on that one. So, uh, since you're a gunsmith mm -hmm. and you're making these parts, that means I know you got your FFL and stuff. So, I, I'm, I'm on Jay's FFL. I'm a responsible person on his FFL. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, you you can go ahead and could so could you like down the line start making your own receivers? Maybe come out build your own pistol or something? Uh, yeah, that's actually my plan. I, I do want to have my own designs. Like, um, 
not a copy of someone else's design. I, like I want to have my own designs from scratch, absolute scratch. Um, oh, it's coming, those, brother. Except those those machines ACL. are expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they expensive, man. Yeah, but when they I expensive. when I am able to get one, I, I'll start with a mill, an idea, uh, a vertical mill, and uh, I, I do have an, a design for a pistol. That's my first design, but I have I have a lot of other designs too that just I I can't do yet. <laughs> You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that is my plan. I can see you and Jay building some crazy shit, man. Mm -hmm. I can already see some crazy shit coming out of y'all too, because if, <laughs> if y'all if your brain could work like that, just off of, based off the of fact he already had two different types of fifties and four auto, mm -hmm. and then y'all put y'all heads together, he already a little monster in the brain. <laughs> he yeah. just and you sitting over here. In the house, just chilling and thinking. Yeah, I would love to get with y'all, man, and just come up with a project and and do something crazy and shock everybody. Mm -hmm. you know, just do a, a caliber that nobody would expect somebody to do. And that's another thing. I do have calibers in mind too. Yeah, yeah. I already mm -hmm. got two calibers in mind right now. Well, one in particular, but I do have another one. And mm -hmm. but yeah, I tell you about <laughs> that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell you about that. What's good, Ben? Shooting. You got. I'm gonna uh, look at the comments Ian right good. here. Uh, Jack of all trades says they do have an extended magazine for it. For Disney book. Yeah, he said they if, do have. If you could send the link, if you could send send the link, I'll I'll try to get it. Because I am working on the one that that I have, but like I said, it's just giving me issues, and I kind of just put it on the you know back burner because I'm working on some other projects too. So I didn't want that to hold me up. Got but it. if there is already an extended or or a drum, like I doubt there's a drum, but if there's an extended mag for a Desert Eagle, let me know because <laughs> I want to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, are you coming that to that? Really yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It bring bring some fifty AE. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> out there who's going to Nashville, bring some fifty AE because that stuff is expensive. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can grab some. Yeah, if I can grab a box or something. I think we yeah. got. No, we don't have none at the shop right now. I see if I can get my hands on some. Hmm. I think we can get it. But, but I did. I did also convert it to three fifty seven Magnum. Is the Desert Eagle? You could change it to 44 or 357 or 50, and um, uh, the the 357 Magnum holds nine plus one, so you get a little bit longer burst, but it's still super short. So how does how does the 357 Magnum? Is it, did it run better than the 50, or does it run about the same? It it's not as as reliable. Um, I did have problems at first, but that was until I realized that the extractor. Uh, the extractor spring was damaged because the extractor springs on those guns, they're not metal springs. They're actually just little rubber resistor like pieces. They're just like little rubber things. <laughs> okay. And it was damaged. It was like, I don't know what chemical got onto it, mm -hmm. but it, it disintegrated and turned into mush. Like it wasn't rubber. It was just melted and it wasn't heat. It was just, Chemicals destroyed it by chemical damage. So, yeah, 
So, but, uh, yeah. Are, are you are you going to try the other calibers of the of the Desert Eagle as well? Because you know they come in what? Yeah, we we barrel. we tried the uh, we tried the three fifty seven, but um, I don't have a forty four barrel. So, if like I, I'm trying, I'm actually trying to bug Magnum Research a lot to release the ten inch barrels again, because they have they used to have ten inch barrels, um, and uh, like a long time before that they had fourteen inch barrels. Mm. But I just wanted 10 inch barrels, you know. Um, I'm trying to bug them about that, but eventually I got a 44 barrel too to try it on it. Okay, yeah, okay. man, that would be crazy to have a full auto 44. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thing is gonna slap. Now, I've here lately, I've gotten into this 10 mil bug. I got, mm-hmm. I got the, the video I just dropped yesterday was that Smith and Wesson MP 10 mil. Mm-hmm. Love that gun. And then I got another 10 mil back here in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And it's a piece of shit. Well, I ain't gonna say it's a piece <laughs> of shit because they actually run really, really good. They mm-hmm. actually run. But I don't know if they'll be able to withstand full auto. Even and though what, it runs good in semi auto, I don't think it can hold up to full auto. I mean, I, I would be okay with trying. <laughs> yeah. And that would definitely be an internet breaker. It'd be a, a very first ever on on the which internet. Cal- I mean, uh, which gun was it? You said the second one. It's a typical you- high point carbine. Oh, <laughs> you know, from what I hear, the carbines are better than the pistols. From what they I are. hear, they are way yeah. better. But, uh, but I, don't know. I, I, I still don't I, know I don't if it would hold up to full auto. <laughs> it might. It it, it depends on. Uh, like, I don't know what the action type that they're using on it, but, uh, depends on that. Like if it, if it's made to run semi-auto, usually it can run full auto just fine. Unless the materials that are involved aren't designed to withstand the heat. So yeah. like, I know their pistol slides are not steel. They, they actually use like a zinc alloy for their pistol slides. And that's why they're so massive because like it has to be thick for it to withstand the the pressures, um, but you can actually melt their slides in a in a fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've seen like, them take some punishment. Too. That. What's that? I've seen their guns take some punishment too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I I I don't have any experience with it. Besides, I did work in a gun store, um, and I handled them, and they just. <sighs> I don't know why. I know why some people buy them because it's a throwaway gun. You know, yeah. it's cheap enough to use it and then throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, I, I I wouldn't spend my money on it. <laughs> Two dollars. So we was thinking the same thing. What was that? What do you say? Making that uh, that full auto high point carbine. Oh yeah. I'm down it to might, donate. Like, I'll donate the gun if you want to try it. <laughs> Send it to Jay. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Or I'll see it in Nashville. I see uh, Tackleberry Bug in there, too. What's up? Did you see that video he posted about shooting up in the air? Like, a lot of people need to see that video. <laughs> yeah, because they just stop shooting the damn air. You know, that bullet got to come yeah. down sometime. Right. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> So yeah, I shared that one. So like trying to get spread the word, but I mean, yeah. I think everybody should know not to do that. 
but people still do it. <laughs> you, you would think people would know not to do it, but they still do. They definitely do. Yeah. So is there any other guns that you have that are already out there on the market that you want to get your hands on and work magic with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say which ones, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not not until they're done, but you'll see it when they're done. <laughs> uh, so you already working on something. You already got something in the lab working up. I see you. I see yeah. you. Yeah. Shit. I'll be your yeah. huckleberry common when you need a tester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I come yeah, there, there are a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Because everybody so has else you working with. What's that? Anybody else you're trying to work with and do projects with? Uh, not really. I mean, whoever's willing. I'm just kind of, um, I'm, I'm not really like a, uh, I, I work a full-time job besides, you know, guns. Right. And I'm just a, a normal guy who has a camera and uploads on YouTube. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I don't try to, you know, exactly work with anybody jay happened to be in my area where actually like really close his his office is like really close to where i live um and you know i reached out one day and he gladly you know took me in that was that was pretty cool so i appreciate him for that but besides jay uh if anybody wants to collab like that's that's fine with me i don't mind like i'm I'm down for anything (laughs) I'm just having fun on here, you know. I'm just having fun on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is fun, man. I mean, I when I got into YouTube, I just got into <laughs> it to make a video for a gun that I had bought, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find no videos on the gun. Mm-hmm. So I was like, get it. I made my own. And uh, mm-hmm. I, every once in a while, I throw something up, and then finally, a couple years ago, I said, forget it. I'm going to start taking this serious. And I started building mm-hmm. a brand with it and going from there. So what got yeah. you into to YouTube, the YouTube aspect of this? What made you do that? Yeah, I'm not as, as serious in it as I should be. But what, what actually got me started, my my very first video was a year before I really decided to sit down and start recording videos. Um, but it was on a Daniel Defense 18 inch or sorry was it no it was uh yeah it was daniel defense barrel um i wanted to do a review on it like an unboxing kind of review because i was trying to decide what barrel i was going to use for my my build Mm -hmm. one of my bills and i know daniel defense has good barrels but i wanted to see it i wanted to see what it looked like and you know get a good close-up of it check the like what quality they what kind of machining they did with it you know and there was nothing like you said there's nothing out there so my very first video was just a review on the daniel defense 10 inch barrel and it was really just a close-up so you can take a look at it so you can look at the crown see how they cut it take a look at the the chrome lining of the bore what the feed ramps look like if they're polished well or if it's um you know rough machining and the the gas port on it so you can have an idea of what size the gas port is because none of that information was really out there and I just wanted people to be able to see it. So that was my first video. But what got me into, um, you know, really talking to the camera, showing guns and, you know, uploading shooting videos and stuff like that was GHG. Um, Because I was watching him 
when he was around 40,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, oh, this, this guy, he's kind of cool. You know, I like this kid. Um, and I, I would watch it every once in a while because I, I don't just jump straight into subscribing. I'll watch it to see how, how I like the channel. Right. And um, when I subscribed was when he was t- kind of talking about God and how he, um, how he, like his, because he, he's pretty religious, you know? So, like, right. when he's when he's talking about that and promoting illegal, you know, gun ownership, I was like, yeah, I like this guy. I'm going to subscribe. <laughs> so I subscribed. And then uh, he posted another video about, um, getting into YouTube and he said like if you want it if you want to if you've been thinking about it for a while just do it just get on the camera and start talking and then I actually put in his comments I was like um I was like yeah you're right I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'll upload my first video tomorrow so the very next day that's when I made my first video and then I uploaded that and then I did like the uh, gun collection video which everybody does you know <laughs> So I did the gun collection video, and then it kind of took off from there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jag yeah. man. Um, RGG turned me on to him, mm-hmm. and because I had never heard of him, mm-hmm. and he turned me on to him, and uh, so I saw I watched a couple of his videos, and I was like, young kid, you know what I'm saying, goofy, right? But he's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And so I just started watching him more and more. Like, man, dude, was silly, man. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I respected the fact that he was a young dude. And he was mm-hmm. out here promoting having firearms in a legal manner, right. in a positive way. And you know, he was always repping. You know, what I'm saying God, and you know, mm-hmm. thanking him for what he had, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like you, pretty much. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and subscribe to him. And I just kept watching. Yeah. And he just keeps getting better and better. I see him getting more and more serious with it. And he's teaching Ari. Yep. And, you know, they're growing. And they're going to have a baby. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, it's like, all right, man, he's doing his thing out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of little homie. And yep. then uh, I followed Jay for a while. I've been following him for a minute. And actually, I was watching his videos. And I thought I had subbed him. And then I was like, man, I ain't seen him post nothing in a while. And this was when we would be on RGG's live. Mm-hmm. And I went in, I'm like, damn, I got unsubscribed. So mm-hmm. I resubscribed, so I had to go back and catch up on some videos and stuff. But Jay, he he just he was the first brother that I saw on YouTube with full auto stuff like that. And when I first yeah. saw it, I had never seen a brother that had full auto stuff and it was legal. Mm-hmm. And I so I'm watching the first video and I think he I'm gonna say. It was his birthday or something. Mm-hmm. He was celebrating something, and he was, he was shooting his uh, 19X, I believe it was, for auto. Yeah. I mean, this dude got them switches. He didn't got this wish switch on his gun. He finna go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm like, man, this dude here wilding out. <laughs> I'm watching, and I was like, oh, he legal. Yeah. Like, That's dope. My first video I saw on Jay the Shooter's channel was um, when he was talking about getting FFLs, how to, like how to get an FFL and SOT. <laughs> I don't know if I can match his energy, Jay. <laughs> but but, uh, 
But uh, yeah, yeah, his his first video, Jay's first video I saw was the one on FFLs and getting the um, FFL and SOT and all that. And I was like, oh wow, like okay, so he's he's he's, he's actually putting out material on how to get one. It's not just he's not just saying, oh, I got an FFL and SOT. Watch me have fun while you do nothing at home, you know. <laughs> but he's right. actually showing people how to how to get through the process. And he right. made a course on how to do it. <laughs> so so that's when I first learned about Jay the Shooter. Okay. And then from there, um, it was it was uh, RGG's, one of his lives. Or it was somebody's live, somebody's live stream. It was RGG. I say RGG, but he, um, it, was, it was like a panel with a couple of people in there. And I saw Jay the Shooter and he said, he was he, he mentioned where he was he said virginia i was like oh really what what part of virginia would you know ask jay i was type, like the comments trying to get the attention like ask jay what part of virginia he's in <laughs> so and he said like just uh send him a message on ig and then when i did that he actually responded and um he told me he was like close to where i was i was like yeah man no way <laughs> so, so that's when we first linked up and then um from there it just grew too your channel is growing too. You have what twelve thousand subs? Uh, near yeah, near twelve thousand. And yeah, so honestly, it's because that Desert Eagle. Because <laughs> I I've been slacking a little bit. Like I said, I work full time, and I'm not as serious as I should be with YouTube. But uh, I've been slacking a little bit. But I haven't even been posting videos. I, I'll post like a little bit here and there, and then that Desert that Desert Eagle video though that that. For a while there, I was getting like thousands of subscribers a day. <laughs> I was like, "What? I didn't even do anything." <laughs> yeah. Hey man, it don't matter how you get them; it's the fact that they're there. Now you yeah. just got to do your part to keep them. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm slacking, but but the other thing too is the other reason why I'm slacking is because what I'm doing is more hands-on and uh, more time-consuming. Mm-hmm. So I can't do what I do, like, you know, taking the time to think out how to make a full auto Desert Eagle and also make videos. And I'm working on another project right now. So I'm kind of like distracted from making videos. But when the product comes out, then I'll make the video on it. <laughs> and but sometimes then, you know, it's cool maybe to make a video updating people, letting them know, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of tap in, keep yourself in the algorithm. Yeah, um, and you can tell them you're working on a product. You don't have to tell them what it is necessarily, mm-hmm. or just yeah, do some right. other type of content. You know, some other type of content to fill in the gaps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do some yeah. gunsmithing videos talking about you know gunsmithing and stuff like that. Because there's other people out there that might be interested in gunsmithing. Mm-hmm. You know, for a while there, I was doing um, videos on gunsmithing tools that I was getting sent in from mm-hmm. SDI. So mm-hmm. I would do like unboxings and show the tools and stuff like that. So and people appreciate those videos, especially new students going to SDI. They're doing yeah. research about the school. They appreciate those videos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so definitely. Like especially if you're going but... Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to make more um, gunsmithing videos because that's kind of where I was going with it. Um, I didn't want to just make shooting videos. I actually wanted to give out tips. A lot of what I posted earlier when I first started was, you know, gun, I call it gun tips. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, teaching people different things, like how to polish stainless steel properly without it washing out the edges 
or lettering, that kind of thing. Um, right. And I, I, I do, <laughs> I do plan on making more of those videos. But like I said, it just, it's time consuming and and it's expensive too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making excuses right now, but I will Look get more. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will get more into it though. So I'll, I'll be coming back when I, when I get finished with this next project. I'll try to sit down and make more content, but yeah. I'll try to stick to a schedule of about one video a week. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'll drop two. You know what I'm saying? I got one in a pipeline <laughs> that I ain't even dropped yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've already got four already on deck. Mm -hmm. Ready to go live. So, I mean, I try and record. Like, I'll, um, I'll go out to the range to record. When I go and record, I try and do at least two videos every time I go out. Mm -hmm. um, one week, I went to the range, and this was back right after I moved. And I filmed so much content in like two days that mm -hmm. I didn't have to record a video or do anything. I recorded and mm -hmm. uploaded so many videos. They just ran out like two weeks ago. Yeah. And this was back in like October. And those videos I actually do, just I actually do have some recorded videos, like reviews on different parts and things like that. But I haven't posted those yet. Um, I've been sitting on them for a while, actually. And I think it's because I, I want to redo them. But I, don't, I just haven't edited them, edited them yet. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like having some backup content is pretty good. It's, it's convenient, especially when you do like a bunch in one day and you know you're set for a while. So yeah. um, I do want to get back into it, back in the swing. But I, I'm I'm looking at the comments right now. And uh, yeah, that's something that I said. Like... DHC is down to earth. Oh yeah, Say again? he's definitely down to earth. When I mm -hmm. when we met up in Houston. Um, I realized, you know, he, he's actually off camera. He's really, really tame and quiet. <laughs> yeah. He's really quiet. He just be chilling like back off in the cut. Now, yeah. You'll see in my video from Houston, when I was messing with him and stuff, he was just kind of like reserved. He was like, man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he wasn't <laughs> like, really, he's not really that animated off camera. Right. But once that camera yeah, comes on. That energy, it's like somebody flip a switch and that energy <laughs> kick in. He's he's on. As soon as that camera cut off, he's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. Like I I've seen it when he does uh videos with other people. Sometimes you'll see where he kind of backs off a little bit and lets the other person do their thing. And yeah. he's just like, I'm just here. <laughs> so, so I can see that. And a lot of YouTubers are like that. A lot of people in front of cameras are like that. They're, they're just, um, you know, when that, just like you said, when that's, uh, when they flip the switch, that's, that's just them coming on for that camera. Like Michael Jackson, same way, <laughs> you know, he, he was, he was, um, he didn't like being out there, but when the cam when the camera was on him, when it was time to perform, you know, it is, Big superstar Michael Jackson. So a lot of people in front of cameras kind of are like that. <laughs> Me, I'm, I'm pretty much the same all the time. What's up, Alan Watt? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much the same all the time. If you meet mm -hmm. me at the store, or whatever, I'm, I'm the same dude, man. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think I'm the same way. <laughs> but sometimes I do get uh, camera shy and I'll freeze up. I can see Especially that. Because I'm talking to myself. Like when I'm when I'm recording a video, I'm talking to myself. I can't get over the fact that I'm talking to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like right now I'm, I'm right now I'm okay because I know I'm talking to you and everybody else in the comments. Like I can see people are responding. But when I'm just talking to a camera and I'm trying to show you a gun, it's like, oh that's why I'm usually behind the camera because at least I'm looking at what I'm trying to show you. Like a lot of my videos are me showing um just my hands. Is because I I don't want to look at my own face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. When I get in there, when I'm talking to the camera and I'm recording, what I do is I look at the camera and I literally talk to the camera like everybody is sitting right there in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like we talking right now. Yeah, and, and I just set the camera up and I do one take videos. Really, I you should see all my bloopers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get like I'll get like twenty videos of bloopers, me just trying to start up the video. Like just trying to that's the hardest part for me is getting it started. I'll sit there for like like an hour of me just going up like nope, delete that, delete. No, I messed up messed up delete. And I'll just you know, once I get rolling, then I'm kinda like, okay, I'll just keep going. And even if I do mess up, I'll just either delete it or either edit that part. Or I'll just let it go. I'll just keep it in there. No, I have to mess up really, 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 really bad to even edit <laughs> it out or even re-record it. Like mm-hmm. I have to, because I'll I'll record a video and as I'm editing, I'll go back. I'm watching it as I'm editing mm-hmm. because I'll drop the intro, drop the video, drop the outro. Then I'll go through and watch everything. Then I'll mm-hmm. go back and I'm like, all right, so. I go through my music and I just start grabbing songs and throw songs in there. Mm-hmm. And then, like if somewhere, like I got a little shooting footage that I want to pop up in a corner, I put that in there and I'll do everything yeah. I want to do to it. Then I'll just sit back and I might watch it. Like even after it's uploaded, I may watch it like three more times mm-hmm. just to see if there's something I want to change as far <laughs> as like music or something like that or some sound. Yeah. Effects. But as far as the actual video itself, one take. Yeah, I'm not. Unless this is absolutely just jacked up, it's mm-hmm. gonna be one take, and that's that's <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? So I can sit down right Don't now. Huh? There's a lot of times I will have a, a firearm or something I want to do a video on. I will literally sit down, put the the box on the table, set up the camera, hit record, and just go. Mm-hmm. And whatever come out, come out. Yeah, you notice there's not really edits in my videos, it's because it's just mm-hmm. one take videos, man. One, yeah, one take like most of mine are one take, but that's after I've deleted the other, t- like it's still one full clip. I haven't mashed together anything really, it, it does happen sometimes. I do mash together some things, but it is one go after I've done a lot of messing up. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, and, and that's another thing like it takes so long it's so time gets away. <laughs> yeah it does man it does <laughs> so out of all the guns you own and this is a question that somebody in the comments had too uh, okay. 
Um, that's a question that I, I'm curious about. Well, not even out of all the guns you own, what's your favorite gun, period? So uh, my favorite gun is actually the Desert Eagle. Um, like that was that was supposed to be my first gun, but they didn't have one at the store I went to, uh, which was on base actually. <laughs> but they did have a 5.7 and that was my first gun, uh, FN 5.7. But my favorite gun of all time has always been the Desert Eagle. Uh, I know it's not practical. <clears throat> it's a you know crazy bulky gun, but that's what I loved about it. And I love the engineering in it too, because it's completely different from any other pistol. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, the Desert Eagle is my favorite, and I did own one for a while, but I had to sell it. And I but I still have the 357 Magnum barrels, and I have the extra mags and some different parts and things like that still saved up here. But um, of the ones I own right now. My favorite is probably my FNX 45. Um, that's my bedside gun. And I love taking it to the range. It's like, it's really an accurate gun. Like I actually shoot well with it. Like even with it being a 45, it kicks a little bit more, but with the suppressor on there, it kind of um, keeps it down for me. Uh, when I shoot it without the suppressor, it's a lot more flippy, you know, but mm -hmm. the suppressor helps a lot. And uh, I love taking that to the range. The only thing is I don't want to get it too dirty because, like, it's my bedside gun, so I hate cleaning it. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, so, but I always uh, keep, it, I always keep it clean. Excuse me. So what was that? if I gave you, if I said, hey, you don't have no cap. <laughs> you can spend as much as you want. What would be the one gun that you would go buy? Mm, it would have to be Bear Dem 107 because, because just because if you if you're paying for it, then I'm gonna get the most expensive expensive thing that I want. <laughs> <laughs> I said money is no, no, there was no price. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's fair game. Yeah. So, but, shit hit the fan scenario. What's your gun you going with? Oh, uh, one of my ARs. That's like, I I don't own an AK yet. I did own one. That's another one of those guns that I did own before, but I need to, uh, I had to sell it and I need to get back. Oh, uh, wait, I can't. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, that is. That is gun snob. It's cool. I give you that. <laughs> I see that my first gun was going to be a DE, but I, I had to get a 5.7. Sounds gun snobbish. <laughs> I had to. I had to. It was my first gun. I had to pick whatever I wanted. You know, I was like, oh, I love the, <laughs> I love the Dutch Eagle. But I, when I saw, you know what I almost got, though? Because I, I wanted to get something. I was like, I'm not leaving here without getting something. Uh, I almost got a Taurus. And I know how people feel about Taurus. They either love it or they hate it. But Man, at that I time, I didn't, right know much. I didn't know much about it. And I, I, <laughs> I'm i not a Taurus fan. <laughs> but I almost did get one. I almost got a Taurus. Got a Taurus. Ain't nothing wrong with a Taurus. I got a G4. This is, 2000, oh. this is 2012 time. <laughs> oh, that's when Taurus, Taurus back then shit. was a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, that's when they were shit. They're, they're okay now. They're okay now, but uh, back then, ugh, I didn't know what I was doing. I just saw a gun. I was like, yeah, that looks all right. You know? 
man. People come but in then, our store all the time, and um, we'll have we got one case that we put the shit guns in, like the Taurus <laughs> guys. And I'm cool with yeah. some Taurus. But when they start looking at the high points in the skies, I'm like, man, look, look at this over here. But what do you think about that that sky gun? I'm like, oh yeah. But anyway, man, I'm not really trying to talk about that gun. Period. I keep trying to pull you over here, but you keep going back to this damn piece of shit. <laughs> right. You know, I I said it too. I did work in the gun store, so I know what you're talking about. Like, I, I know what you mean when when you, you got customers trying to look at this thing, and you don't want to steer them. You you don't want to be a snob. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, don't get that. <laughs> yeah, I got in trouble one day because this lady comes up and she flat out asked me about this gun. And mm -hmm. I keep it 100. So yeah. I'm standing, yeah. my manager was standing like five feet away from me. And she's yeah. like, so honestly, in your opinion, what do you think about this gun? And it was a sky. Mm -hmm. I looked at it, I was like, it's a piece of shit. He's yeah. like, Trey. I'm like, what? <laughs> Double action only, trigger super heavy. Like, no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so now I just avoid it. Then I got in trouble because this man caught in one day. And there's <laughs> one particular gun I hate selling these some bitches. It's a little SIG. Is it no, is it a SIG or is it a Springfield? Is it the P2? No, it's a 911, I think is what it's called. It looks like a little bitty, tiny 380, 1911. I think it's called a 911. I, yeah, I can't remember if that's a SIG or a Springfield. But anyway, mm -hmm. and uh, so <laughs> the guy, I already knew them guns jam all the time. They jam, they jam up for real, for real. Segregated guns. <laughs> so this guy calls, he's like, yeah, I got this gun. And it keeps jamming, keeps doing this, keep doing that. And I'm saying I'm listening. In my head, I'm like, he got a he got that that 911 shit. I'm like, so what mm -hmm. gun is it? Sure enough, he <laughs> said it's a 911. I was like, oh, that's the problem right there. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean that's a problem? I was like, that gun's a piece of shit. So he's like, oh, I was like, yeah, we I said those guns, they jam up all the time. I was like, I don't even like selling them, to be honest. So he hangs up. He calls back like the next day and talks to my manager. It was like, I talked to some guy. He told me my gun's a piece of shit and <laughs> that it, jam up, it jams up all the time, this and that. And he said, I didn't like that because I bought it from you. I didn't know he bought it from us. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So my manager, he's standing there and he's talking about what happened in the conversation with the guy. And he said when he was talking to the guy, he, he thought it was funny. But when he found out that it was me, I was like, yeah, that was me that talked to that dude. And he just put his head down and started laughing. He was like, damn, that makes me even funnier. Because I can I can picture you having that conversation on the phone. I'm like, my bad. <laughs> He's like, you can't be telling customers that guns are shit, especially when we sold it to them. I was like, well, quit selling the motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. That's how, I like, that's how I feel. Like That's how I used to feel, too. Like, like don't make me sell this because I don't want to sell this to somebody, you know? Like, I'll... I'm like you too. I'll be honest. I'll be like, like, I wouldn't get that. But if, like, I, I, but that seems like I said. I don't want. I don't want to be a snob either. So if that's all they can afford, then you know, all right. Then that's a seven hundred dollar gun. But, what do you mean? 
No, I'm talking just like just different oh. guns, like just in general. But yeah, that too. <laughs> you like, afford, like, how are you gonna afford a Taurus? I say you the Taurus. <laughs> but yeah, like that. That's it. Like I'll try to steer them in a you know better direction. But then if they if they go for that, then it's like okay, if that's what you want. I I gave you my opinion on it. And you still want it? All right. <laughs> But I remember one time though, there was a customer and it was right at the peak of COVID and like gun guns were selling like crazy. All the all the newbies were coming in buying guns, yep. right? This one guy, he bought uh I don't remember what it was he first bought, but he bought a piece of garbage. And then he came he said, I don't know what's wrong with my gun. And I told him, this gun is known to be like picky with ammo. And he was like, why didn't the guy tell me this before? The guy who sold to me. Because at, at that time, I was working at the counter and gunsmithing in the back. So um, I was like, well, he wouldn't have known. I'm the gunsmith. I just have I just happen to have more knowledge on this platform. You know, he it, it's it should run that ammo but it just happens to not do it. So he he took whatever, I don't remember what gun it was, but he took that, he sold it back to us, and then he bought a Glock 44, the 22 um, yeah. Glock. And then again, he had issues with that, because I don't know how they're doing right now, but it, when they first came out, they were garbage. Everybody was having issues with them. Yeah, they, were, they were having a lot of issues with those. <laughs> so so same thing he he was thinking because he's brand new he's thinking i've heard a glock before like that that's a reliable gun but not that particular that gun at that time <laughs> so, <laughs> so when he came back he came to talk to me again and i'm like oh man you went from one gun to another <laughs> one, one, one bad gun to another so um i told him same thing this this glock is having like it, it's i know it's being sold right now but it's having issues like people a lot of people are having the same issues with it um and he got upset about that too and i'm just like <laughs> i'm just a gunsmith fan i'm just telling you <laughs> i'm just telling you how it is <laughs> you know? yeah, but he had bad luck twice he got he got one gun that was garbage and he got another gun that he thought was going to be good but that turned out to be man. garbage <laughs> i felt bad because he was a brand new gun owner and I was, it, he's having all this terrible experience with guns, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, you he's know what I think mad. it was? I think the first gun he got was a Kimber Solo, and they have oh. to shoot 124 grain and up. Like they don't shoot 115 grain. Well, Kimbers, you know, from my from what I've seen with Kimbers, the older Kimbers are fantastic guns. Right. The newer Kimbers are just beautiful. They're not so much fantastic when it comes to performance. Right. But this was the solo, the nine millimeter. They like the the I forgot what it is now. They have another nine millimeter subcompact, but it was like the older Kimber solos. And same thing, it it looks really nice, but it requires one one twenty-four grain and up for it to run. And you know, high quality ammo. But um he was shooting one fifteen grain out of it, and I told him like that's not it's not gonna work in this gun. <laughs> It'll shoot one shot, but it may not cycle. Um let me see, what is he uh, what is your favorite brand of I think he's supposed I think he was trying to say AK. Oh AK, you know, I've been I've been uh watching out for a while now and I kinda like the uh PSA. 
because they have an FN barrel on it. Yeah. But the Kalashnikov USA, they, the, I was looking at those two. They were kind of like neck and neck um, for me, you know, as, as far as buying one. Um, and I was kind of wait. I like the Cold Hammer Forge of the PSA, but I like the Kalashnikov USA better. Like they, they built it like a true AK-103. And until recently, like this this year, like Shock Show, they announced it pretty much. They started doing Cold Hammer Forge barrels. And if uh, if anybody knows much about AKs, they come with um, the trip on the, the bolt for full auto. So it's a full auto bolt carrier group. It's just, just like ARs. Most of them are full auto bolt carrier groups. But this one has a little notch that typically you have to weld that on. But they actually have it on this one, the, the Kalashnikov USA. So it has the full auto bulk carrier group and the cold hammer forge barrel and a forge trunnion and um, all the good, all the good forge parts that it should have. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, PSA, y'all had, y'all had me with the FN barrel, but now they have a cold hammer forge barrel too. So I think well, my next one is going to be the Kalashnikov USA one. As far as the FN barrels go, I think they only put those in, in, one or two particular models of their AKs over at PSA. I don't think all of them have that. that right. Thing. Yeah, not every one of them. It was, it was like the... That's a chrome line barrel, too, if I'm not mistaken. It should be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. What's up, Rich Homie? Rich Homie Ghost in here. What's up, man? But yeah, I, <clears throat> I don't have an AK. I have a KS-47, but I don't have an AK. And I've been thinking about getting <laughs> an AK. But if I get an AK, more than likely... I really want the Zastava. Mm -hmm. That's what that's the AK I really want. I'll take the PSA one because I've I've seen them run and they run really yep. good. But I really want a Zastava. <clears throat> you know what I wanted before I had my chance though was the uh, Arsenal SGL. I forget what, SGL something, but it was it was a Russian import, and Arsenal you know converted it to shoot or, or to. Um, to uh, you know the from the sport configuration to typical AK configuration, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I wanted that one because it was actually from from Russia, and you know, like that was the real. That's where they. That's where they're from. <laughs> you know, I don't want a, a Serbian or Chinese or American or I don't want any other AK than a Russian. Okay. But yeah, that that's that's kind of um, kind of freezing up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I I want to get a. I'm I'm gonna eventually get one. I don't know what I'm gonna get, but I'm gonna eventually get one. Right now, I'm working with my uh, with my KS forty seven, and I love that thing, man. That thing runs good. I love that KS forty seven. Am I back all right? Yeah, you back? You good? <laughs> yeah, some Wi Fi issues. You got that uh that cricket Wi Fi? <laughs> no, no, I was getting called. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting called. Oh, okay, um, okay. What was I saying before though? Oh yeah, I wanted I wanted the real deal. I wanted the Russian AK. You know, that's, yeah. that's where I'm from. That's what I wanted. So I missed out on the Arsenal SGL, 
But now I think the Kalashnikov the USA, they seem to be all right. Um, they haven't been I mean, out long enough for me to really build up an opinion on it. I, mean, I, I like to wait till the gun is out for a while for me to build up an opinion on it. And then I mean, I'll see how I like it. Kalashnikov USA is, is Kalashnikov. It's just made here in America. Yeah, but it's it's not exactly Kalashnikov. <laughs> like, it's not. It's, it's the U.S. branch of Kalashnikov. So it's a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll look at it. <laughs> I I do. I am leaning more towards that though. So I, I might get that one. But then I also I'm curious about Crab's custom. Uh he does a bunch of AKs. Um and I'm still curious about Arsenal. Because I, I want to have a milled and a stamped receiver just, just to you know have some variation. I don't want to have a whole bunch of the same gun. I want to actually try different things. But if I only had one AK, it's probably going to be the Arsenal. I mean, the uh, uh, Kalashnikov USA AK. I think you should check out Johnny Snow. What's that? I think you, I think I think you should check out Johnny Snow. Johnny Snow. He's the AK King. I am Johnny Snow. Uh, yeah, I'll check him out. Does he do like custom custom builds? He, he builds them. He buys them. He he is the king of AKs. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. all kinds of AKs. He's all about AKs. That's what his <laughs> whole channel is built on. Really, is nothing but AKs. Mm-hmm. He got some ARs sprinkled in there here and there, but he's an AK guy. Mm-hmm. So check him out, man. It, it it'll, it'll probably help you make your decision a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll man. check him out. Yeah, man. Me, myself, I'm going to go with Zestavos. I'll probably end up with the PSA. But I, I see Zestavos come through the shop all the time, and I'm like, shh, you're killing me, man. You're killing me. Mm-hmm. A couple <laughs> of my coworkers have them, and they love them. i tell you one that I shot that was American-made. The Tiger Bray said he liked the, the Romat. Well, he has the Romat. Um <clears throat> We had about 10 of them, and we sold them in just about three, four months. The Occam Defenses. What was it? Yeah, man. American made. Um, They come out of the box, suppressor ready to take a dead air. They're ready to take a dead air can out the box. And they run. They're super, super smooth. Um, All the the functions, man, the safeties, everything, it's really, really smooth. That thing is mm-hmm. beautiful. I love those guns, man. But they're like thirty two hundred. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's another thing. The cost. <laughs> <laughs> but, so. but as far as um AK versus AR for me, like I said, if I was going into um SHTF, <laughs> it would be an AR. For me, because yeah. it's it's easier to manipulate it than an AK. They're, Man, they're sharp. Like AKs have sharp corners sometimes. Like depending yeah. on who builds it, but they're sharp. They're rough. Um, they'll run, but ARCB they they run too. <laughs> like they're not they're not uh, as unreliable as people try to compare those two. ARs to me are just as reliable as AKs. If you take care of them, and it's a good decent build. It's just as reliable. Right. Yeah. And and that's one thing, man. When it comes to shit at the fan scenarios, you know, 
Yeah, my favorite brand of gun is Smith & Wesson. Yes, I do love Canics better than I do Glocks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, shit at the fan, when I run out of here, I'm going to grab an AR and I'm going to grab my Glock 19X. Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm going to be able to find something if I need to replace something out in the mm-hmm. wild. Somebody going to be laid up on the side of the road that got, got yeeted, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm about to take some of their stuff and nobody done stripped them yet. You know what I'm saying? Glocks. It's, it's a Glock, bro. Right. <laughs> We're going to find some Glock shit somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, <laughs> Anywhere I'm, you go, you're going to find it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I know yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna find what I need. Yeah. Everybody, I feel like every gun owner should have a Glock. I feel like that's a standard, you know? Like it's not the greatest in every category, but it's it's purely utilitarian. The uh, Gaston Glock, the guy who designed it, he designed like he when he thought about it, um, he wanted to to design a tool that shot bullets. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing like he wasn't trying to be fancy about anything with it. Um, that's why it looks like a brick. <laughs> you know? It it. It's not. It's more utilitarian than anything else. And he, before he got into guns, he was actually um, he used to work with polymers, and you know make different kinds of tools and things like that. Um, so he was more in the mindset of, I want to make a tool, rather than, you know, some a fancy, you know, firearm, fancy gun or whatever. He wanted to make a tool that shot bullets and always worked. <laughs> right. And. They're, they're, they do, man. They just run. <laughs> they run. By point, Dexter said, no Glocks here. I refuse. <laughs> What's up, Red Bull? What's up, Red Bull? Black Point Dexter, I didn't know you were that much of a snob, Black Point Dexter. <laughs> he said, no Glocks, damn it. I refuse. <laughs> Let me see. Is a plastic high point? <laughs> man. Yeah. But I... Yeah, I'm, I'm a Glock fan, but I'm not a huge like Glock fan boy. Um, the only two Glocks that I really want are uh, the 34, mm-hmm. and I did have a Glock. I had two Glocks before. I had a Glock 26. That was my first carry gun. Um, back before, you know, there were a lot more options. Um, that was like the best one that there was at that time. But I had a Glock 26 and a Glock 20. And the only two I want now is a Glock 20, but I'm waiting for the Gen 5 to come out because they've been, they only released the nine millimeters and I think 40s in Gen 5, but I'm waiting for the Gen 5 10 millimeter to come out, the 20. And then I want a uh, Glock 34. And I think that, I think if I get those two Glocks, then I'm set. I don't, I don't need any other Glocks. I'm not like a huge, you know, Glock fanboy. I like having different platforms. I need another Glock 32. That's a 357 mm-hmm. SIG. Yeah, I see, and that's that's another thing. I do want to have different calibers too. And if I'm going with 357 SIG, I want that in a SIG. <laughs> you know, since that's their their design. Well, like, for me, the thing with the 32 is I'm a 32nd degree Mason. Oh yeah, okay. I want a Glock 32. And yeah, that's a must. Be seen by my name. <laughs> I mean, 357C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
There's yeah. reasons behind it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. not that I just randomly want a Glock 32 because I can get 357 C and something else. Yeah. But that's the one that I want. <laughs> I want it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, my, oh, my collection please. isn't as big as it used to be, and it's not as big as I want it to be. But I do want to have different platforms because to me, I see them as um, my library. Um, like if I have a platform that's different from something else, I can pull it out and I could I could look at it and see, read it like a book. You know, that that's the way I see it. So I want to have different manufacturers and different calibers for those different guns because I don't want to have just you know a whole bunch of nines and a whole bunch of Glocks, and a whole bunch of whatever. You know, I want to have different designs because right. like i said to me they're a library though my collection is like a library i want to read them like a book so I'm have a different a, book i'm going to start a spreadsheet with all my firearms on it all the serial numbers mm -hmm. and all that stuff and whether they're nfa or not um <clears throat> and that way if something happened to me because you know i ain't a spring chicken no more so if something happened mm -hmm. to me <clears throat> my family will be able to see like okay this is what he's got that's this serial number, that's this serial number, you know what I'm saying? This is what caliber it is, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I want to do that to keep better records of my guns. And then also, um, I want to start diversifying my collection because right now it's basically a couple of shotguns, ARs, and handguns. Mm -hmm. I need a bolt gun. Um, I need a lever gun. You know what I'm saying? I might get a few of each, whatever. But... Mm -hmm. I want to diversify the collection and I want to change up the calories because all my handguns were nine mil until I got this 10 mil. Um, right. My my ARs, I've got 12 and a half inch, 224 Valkyrie. I've got 556, five, 300 blackouts. Um, mm -hmm. I got 65 Grendel, 762. You know what I'm saying? I got uh, a variety of calibers, but right. I want to add some more in there and i've got i was going through my cabinet the other day i had four lowers just sitting in there mm -hmm. so i'm like okay i guess i can't just let them go to waste so yeah. i gotta build something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have a whole bunch of ammo for guns that i don't even have anymore because <laughs> uh for a while there i had to sell a lot of my good guns man they does those bad times but um yeah, like I'm slowly building my collection back up, and I, th I think I, <laughs> I think I went a little too far building ARs because I have three, um, and I built all of them. The the third one has all the parts together, but I'm still waiting until I get an EOTech so that I can uh, I want to circle everything. So that one's not completely built yet, but all the parts are here. I can put it together if I wanted to, but I want to wait until I. Cerakote everything and then you know but i have three ars and i went too far because i always said i only want one platform <laughs> you know three ARs, bro. i've there. got three 300 blackout ars by itself just no three yeah now, i'm looking at a case with four and they're right here right now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's so easy it's so easy to get into that and then keep going with it because it's so easy to build ARs. So when you start with one, you're like, oh, let me let me get a different one, and then I'll do this differently. <laughs> so all all three of my ARs are all five five six, but the uh, the other two are one one is more for precision, 
And the other one is for like getting beat up. Like it's a really like everything I did with that gun is rugged. And then my third one is is a shorter because the other two are are eighteen inch barrels, and the third one is a fourteen and a half inch that I'm gonna pin and weld. And that's another reason why I'm waiting to to put it together because I want to actually weld it first and Cerakote and everything. Gotcha. Jump in this chat real quick. I got a Saint the Realist in here. What's up, man? Dear Meat Two Time TV is in here. Um, and then I saw where I believe it was uh, Jack of All Trades. I'm at On Target Shooting Sports in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, brother. Um, wait, where was I? Didn't I didn't hear that last one? What'd you say about Tennessee? Uh, where I'm at, uh, he asked what store I worked at. I work at On oh, Target. Okay, Sports. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm glancing at if you see me glance, I'm looking at my phone, my other phone to look at the comments too. Oh, so, yeah, you good, brother. You good. I've, I've been, been missing you all too. Between screens and everything. So. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. I I don't feel like you can have. If I had all the guns that I've had passed through in the last year, I'd be up in a pretty good triple digit number. But I've let a lot of stuff go to avoid that. <laughs> I went on a spree at one time, man. I sold a bunch of stuff, man. I, I sold how I was up heading towards triple digits just in handguns. And that didn't even include none of my rifles or nothing. So I yeah. was like, I got to get rid of some stuff. So I just started just blowing stuff out, man. I saw one dude like four guns, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. started blowing stuff out, man, getting stuff out. And uh, start bringing in some new stuff, trying to change some stuff up a little bit. So I, I've been kind of rebuilding my collection. You know, so I don't want to go mm-hmm. over a certain number. So I'm, I try and keep a certain number. You know, so I, don't, yeah. I feel like if you got like 200 guns in the house, you asking to have some problems to jump off. <laughs> yeah, no one going vacation. <laughs> I, I want to though. I want to one day. <laughs> The most I had at one time was 15, hmm. but I had uh, I had a couple other ones that I sold, you know, bought and sold, you know, different things. So I'd say total of all the guns I had, I probably had, I probably owned like 20 something guns. Um, so that's like all the guns I've ever owned. But at one time, the most I had was 15. Now I'm at nine and I'll slowly get back up there. But yeah. Um, one that I, one that I did own that was just garbage, was a Beretta Pico. <laughs> you remember those? Oh man, damn! I forgot about that little ass gun. That was garbage. Like I <laughs> wanted it because it was small, and I heard reviews on it, right? So I was like, I was like, it's a Beretta. They don't usually put out garbage, and like people are saying that it was, it was. They're just saying it was a bad gun in general. But I was like, you know what? Let me just try it for myself because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty cheap. Um, so I was like, let me try it for myself, see how it works out. And when I did get it, first time I took it to the range, the trigger return spring popped off. So I was getting a dead trigger. And I had to keep pushing it forward. And then I looked in it and I saw that the spring was off and I put it back in. And um, like I was like, <laughs> I'm not trusting my life with this gun, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
because it was supposed to be like I could just slide this in any old pocket and just because I had I had a Borai holster for it. I don't know if y'all know what uh, Borai is. Actually, I got one right here. I'm just gonna show the holster, not the gun. But um, it's a it's a pocket holster that uh, it uh it clips around the trigger guard. Huh. And this right here hooks on your pocket, so when you when you draw it out, the holster stays in your pocket and the gun comes out. Okay. So I actually like these Borai holsters. Like I use I use a standard, you know, in the waistline holster most of the time. But if I want to just throw something in the pocket, and if I'm walking around the house, I use that Borai holster. I just got it in my pocket, and I can pull it out, and you know that's it. Or if I'm wearing a coat, and I just want to have my hands in my coat. While I'm walking around, I could be walking around just like this with my hands in my coat on both sides. But if something pops off, I could just pull it out. And I'm, I'm, my hand is on the gun everywhere I go. What's <laughs> with, me? With I... Holster, you know, I can have it in my pocket. My hand is just in my pocket, but I'm, I have my hand on my gun. So literally, if something happens, I got a split second to pull that out and it's ready to go. Yeah, see me. So I, I don't heard... have to like pull up my shirt and draw. Is my hand is already on the gun. <laughs> yeah, so when I'm walking, so around, walking house, around, when I'm walking around the house, Karen, I carry my GX4 most of the time, and I carry it in, mm -hmm. carry it in my pocket in a uh, in one of the sticky holsters. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of those. Yeah. Yeah, so I the carry those in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And yeah, those those Borai holsters are pretty nice. And what's nice about them too is you can put the you can snap it on. But then you could also work the slide still. So if you want to like do it as safely as possible, you can um, snap it on. The trigger is covered up, and then the uh, you can put your round in the chamber instead of it being an exposed trigger while you do that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a little bit safer. And that's why I like. But the yeah, I like holster. I like those Borai holsters. And you just just slide it in the little holster, man, and slide it in your pocket. It, it pads it so it's not so hard in your pockets. It feels like you got a wallet in your pocket. Right. Mm -hmm. So I like it a lot. And it's a little bit, it's real discreet. You know what I'm saying? Because you're walking around, people don't know what's in your pocket. They think you got a, a phone or a wallet or something in there. They don't know. Yeah. Until they mess mm -hmm. up and they need some aggro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, that, I, I, do like, I do like pocket carrying, especially in the wintertime. It, it has the advantage of you already having your hand on the gun. If you're just right. walking around with your hands in your pockets, your hand is on the gun. Would you ever carry uh, a wheel gun? I would, and what I the one I do want is actually the Kimber uh, K6S. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I never I never carried a wheel gun, but I do want one. I want that Kimber K6S. I I actually paid for one one time. And it was this shady gun store, man. I, I actually, <laughs> I got my suppressors from them too. And uh, I think that's the only reason I got, I was able to get them was because they're federally regulated. But they closed down the store and you couldn't reach them. Because, you know, waiting for suppressors, at that time it took me nine months to get mine. So I, I paid for it my suppressors and I paid for the Kimber K6S. They were all around the same time, like when that was first coming out. And I wanted to have that right when it came out. But I paid for that and the suppressors. And then they closed down and I was trying to reach them. I was like, and I went to the building, everything was boarded up. And I'm like, what is this? 
so, so the only reason I was actually able to get my stuff from them was because the ATF was involved. So when they when it was time for them to give me the suppressors, they had to. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> some stuff's going to go down. But um, I was pissed. I, I got my suppressors, but they didn't give me the money back for the for the Kimber. And I actually had to go through my bank and I told them they uh, I bought this. I tried I paid for this thing. They didn't give me anything. They closed down. So my bank paid me back. So I didn't lose any money, but I was so pissed that they did, that they just ran off with my money. And yeah. they, they were saying that the the owner, they're saying he had cancer and that's why they were closing the store. Okay. But I don't I don't know about that because they they had history before with different businesses like cars and uh, other things that they they would go into business for a little bit and then they'd shut it down. Because I, I did all this research afterwards after I, I realized I got scammed. <laughs> so mad. I was so mad. I was all over the, the group. It was um, the Facebook group that uh, it was like a local gun enthusiast group on Facebook. And I blasted them. <laughs> I was like, this, this guy's star, man. They took all our money. <laughs> man, you got to be careful. I, I had a... When I went to pick up my suppressors, too, I let everybody else know if they did business with them, they're going to be here at this time. You know, go get your suppressors. Go get go get all the stuff that you probably bought from them, and they they didn't pay you back. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got. I mean, you got to be careful out here. I got a call today from somebody, and they were getting jerked around by a gun store in their area, and it's I hate to see that, dude. Because like, we try our best to make all our customers happy at our store, so we don't mm -hmm. want anybody upset when they leave. Now, if you just do some jacked up shit whatever it is what it is you're just gonna be mad you know what i mean but yeah for the most part we try and make make sure all of our customers are happy we try and treat everybody fair um like today we had a customer that bought a gift card that we couldn't even look it up to val validate if the car was even any good anymore because we don't use that system anymore mm -hmm. so just out of love we went ahead and just gave them three months of range time just to cover, because I think he said he had like fifty dollars in the card or something like that. So we just gave him three months of yeah. range time. You know, so that's more than what was on the card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Because we still honored it. But if people will come in, they'll have gift cards that they got when the old owners owned the store two, three years mm -hmm. ago, and we'll still honor those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have to go through some hoops and hurdles. But we still honor them. Yeah. So, I mean, we try and make sure, we try to treat everybody right. You know what I'm saying? Try and make everybody happy. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't please everybody all the time, but you can please most of the people some of the time. So mm -hmm. we do our best. And we try and stay competitive on price and stay, we try and stay at or below MSRP. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, people are coming in sometimes, they're like, well, y'all a little bit high. Uh, and I'm like, nah, bro, we're not high at all. <laughs> when you go mm -hmm. look at some of these other places, we actually are probably some of the cheapest around. Unless it's a big box store, we can't really compete with them. We mom and pop. Right. We can't really compete with a big box. And Total Glob, well, I'm not FFL yet. It's on the way, though. I'm waiting on the ATF right now, brother. It's in process. I'm just waiting. And it took my money, and then I need to give my paper. That's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> but. It's just, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's cool, man. And uh, Jack of all trades, where are you at? 
because you said you was talking, you was talking about stopping there and hollering at me. Are you close to me? I didn't know you was in my area. But yeah, it's it's cool, man. Um, I like dealing with people, working with the public. How do you like working in a gun store? Uh, my thing is, I'm not I'm not a big uh, people person. What's up, I'm not really a big people person, so I I never liked working with customers. I was I was mainly the gunsmith, but I did also go you know help out at the counter. I love being in the back while everybody else is at the counter, you know. But every once in a while they would get packed in there and then they had to go help out. But I was never a fan of um, <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm really. I'm, I'm talkative right now in this video, but I'm really not a talkative person. I, when when I was younger in school, the teachers used to complain to my parents about me being too quiet in class. And my siblings are all the same way. Like we're all pretty quiet. My my um, younger sister, she's more quiet than I am. <laughs> I would love to be a fall in the wall in one of y'all's family gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> Our family, our family is different though. <laughs> like my mother was one of 11 children. So no matter what, our family reunions are always packed and it's always, you know, you know, a bunch of craziness going on. But yeah, my, my immediate family is a little bit, you know, quiet and, you know, shy a little bit, but. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So That's are you what have you seen coming out of SHOT Show this week that's got you like, okay, I got to get that? You know what I want to see is that EOTech um, Flex or whatever it's called, but it's a red dot from EOTech. Like like a oh, pistol. pistol dot? Yeah, the, fist, the, the pistol red dot, the, yeah. the reflex light. Um, yeah. They just announced that at SHOT Show, and I'm like, I want to see that now. Because <laughs> yeah, I do I, have an RMR from uh, Trichicon. Yeah, but I hate taking that that cover off to change the battery. You know, I got to take the whole thing off, change the battery, and I'd love to be able to just unscrew the top like the EOTech and put it in there. And I think I think Holosun does that too. But then I don't know how I feel about Holosun. So Holosun, I've got about three or four Holosun rifle red dots, and mm -hmm. I'm looking at getting some pistol dots, but. After seeing what Hollison just dropped at Shot Show, I'm gonna have to wait and get one of those because you know they just dropped their new lineup. The red dot is cut specifically for the firearm that you're putting it on. So if it's a Glock, it's cut specifically for the Glock MOS. Uh, if it's mm -hmm. Smith and Wesson, it's cut specifically for Smith and Wesson. No plates needed. Mount straight onto the slide. And they don't have batteries. They have internal batteries, built-in batteries, and they are solar powered and they're right, solar, the solar So those are the ones I'm really interested in. Now, I'm really wanting that EOTech too. I like that EOTech. That was nice. Yeah. That price point on it that was window. Nice too. Yeah. That window on the EOTech is huge. Yeah. So I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, that thing's nice, man. So I don't know, man. EOTech made it hard because when he said the MSRP. And it was like three fifty or something like that. I was like, "That's how much." That's MSRP. Like, that means street gonna be like three hundred. The um the um the Trigicon RMR I think was I don't remember what I paid for it at the time. I bought that in twenty fifteen, 
But that was expensive too. I was like, yeah. I want to say four. <laughs> yeah, they're like four or five. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know, man. I'm just not. But to be I'm, honest, I'm I don't know right. how I like pistol red dots anyway. Because it is kind of, you have to get used to it. Um, but I did get used to a Trijicon one. But the EOTech looks pretty interesting because the window is clear. It's not like a, a tint on it like the RMR has like a greenish tint. The window's clear on the EOTech and it's a lot bigger. Yeah. You got a lot more view with it. So I'm curious. I want to see what that's like. I want a red dot on my 10 mil. I want a red dot on my Canic. And um, I kind of want to get I want to get the new Smith and Wesson uh the Shield Plus and 30 Super Carry. Right. Yeah, I I've seen that too. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. I'm curious about that one for my wife. But then like I said, I always gotta make sure like the gun is out for a while and let it build up a reputation. So I don't want to give my wife a piece of garbage if it's garbage, you know. <laughs> so I'll I'll wait for a little bit. But then I'll, I'm I'm curious about that. I mean, I've had Smith and Wessons, and I think it's I, they're fine for me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have a no problem with it. It's the caliber, with it being a brand new caliber. Right. I want to see, make sure it's got the true support that it needs to be. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying too. Like it, it's a new caliber, and the gun. Yeah, that platform has been out for a while, but it hasn't been shooting that caliber. So right. the the combination kind of. Is, the whole combination is pretty much new, so I'm. I just want to let it build up a reputation first, because like I was talking about with the 44, the Glock like 44, life. you would think a Glock is going to be reliable, but a Glock being combined with 22 long rifle wasn't exactly the best combo, <laughs> at least when it first came out. I don't know how they're right. doing now. What's up, Brad's so. order? Yeah, the that Glock 44 was a. Uh, I, I didn't. I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, get an SRO. You know, you know, I just thought it was funny too with Glocks is their their uh, patent numbers. I think they timed that on purpose. Like they, everybody knows it's their patent number, the Glock, then the number is the order of the patent. But I think they do that on purpose still, because <laughs> a Glock forty four is a twenty two, uh, a Glock forty five is a nine, a twenty is a ten. 19 or sorry the 17 hole 17 but the 19 holes 15. <laughs> you know I, I think they do that on purpose like they're just messing with us they yeah it's the, it's the patent order but y'all time it on purpose like that <laughs> there's a couple of them like that too like like the 40 the glock 40 is a 10 millimeter <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> and those two calibers are rivals in my opinion you know 40 Smith and Wesson and 10 millimeter because the 40 was born from 10 millimeter and they weakened 10 millimeter when they did that. So you either on the 40 or, or 10 millimeter side, you know, yeah, <laughs> to be their rivals, two rival calibers. And then they went ahead and made a Glock 40 in 10, 10 millimeter. So, <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of, a lot of people that don't like 10 mil, I think they just recoil sensitive. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. ten millimeter. I love it. That's man. my favorite. 
pistol caliber. Mm. Yeah, that Smith and Wesson. It's uh, it's definitely a nice gun, man. That safety got to go though. Don't try that damn safety. It's in my damn way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't it's like I don't like manual safeties on a gun. Now, if they would have did the safety on that, like they do the safeties on the shields, it wouldn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. I could deal with that, but they didn't, and it bothers me because you got this big duck foot sitting on both sides of your gun. <laughs> <laughs> and some people was like, I just use it for a ledge. I'm like, all right, that's cool. You can use it for a ledge. But I'm taking it out, and I'm going to get those little plugs to fill in the frame gaps. Yeah. But, and that's that's one thing I don't like, too. I wish they would either make the frame um, filled in already or have the notch cut out for the safety. Because I hate the idea of putting a little you know plastic plug in there, and then you can see the, out, the cutout of it. That's one thing I don't like about the um, the M and P line. Man, I really don't care but about that. Um, I I'm like I like I like guns to look good and also function good. So to me, like they they function great, but that little notch that's the one thing that was like hate that <laughs> hate that. <laughs> now, one thing I can say about Smith and Wesson, the way that they build their slides and mm-hmm. the way that their internals are on the slide, they're a pain in the ass to try and change out parts. Yeah. It is a little bit more difficult than like a Glock. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and you got to make sure the springs are in the right orientation when you put them back in too. Yeah. 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 So it's a pain in the ass. And somebody, I was, somebody was telling me, they was like, so you change out the sights on your M&P on your, your nine. How, how did you keep from losing those parts in there? And I was like, man, I went back and I was thinking, and I was thinking, and I was like, man, dude, I don't even remember that because when we did the sights on my on mine, all I remember is pushing out the sights and pushing the new one in. I don't remember having those little bitty parts. Yeah, there's a spring underneath there. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't even remember the little spring, but it's been mm-hmm. – some years. I've had that gun for several years now, so I don't even it might, remember. It might be different between the uh, the first generation and the second, the 2.0. It might be different. I, I know the 2.0 did have a spring underneath it for the um, uh, for the um, firing pin block. Right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about changing the sights on my 10 mil. But at the same time, I kind of don't want to because I'm going to put an optic on it at some point. Mm-hmm. So I, don't know yeah. what I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. always the the, um, the problem, trying to figure out what you want to do with the gun <laughs> when you get it. Right. So what is, what is your overall favorite caliber? Yeah. Uh, Uh, I don't think I could say I have one. I know my favorite pistol caliber is 10 millimeter. Um, actually, that, I could probably say that that is my overall favorite caliber because I do want a carbine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually one of my ideas, um, like a platform that I design. 
because I don't want just somebody else's platform. Although I do want a 10 millimeter in the HK UMP platform. I feel like that would be cool. But um, yeah, I do want to make my own platform for the 10 millimeter. But yeah, I think I could say that that, that would be my favorite 10 no millimeter. Problem. Yeah, of all the calibers. All like over every platform, shotguns, rifles, and pistols. My as far as caliber. rifles, favorite caliber might be 308. 308. I know it's kind of antiquated, but to me, that's just fine. Like, it's, it's a well rounded caliber to me. You know, I've you never shot it. a 308. What's up? I've never shot a 308. Never? <laughs> I used to have uh, um, an M1A. I still, got, I still got the extra mags for it, and I have the scope that I had on it. But when I sold it, I sold it like an idiot, <laughs> and I had all my upgrades on it because I was just like, I was like, screw it, man, I don't care, just give me whatever, you know. And and I, I had my Sadlack um, scope mount in there. I had my Sadlack guide rod, spring guide, or recoil guide rod, and uh, I. I also, I did some upgrades to it myself, like I did, um, I put a shim behind the gas block, or whatever it is, but right. I tightened up the action a little bit, um, so I added a shim to that, and I was making a stock for it, I actually had, I still have the blank in my closet, um, and it has the outline of the M1A stock, so I was working on that, but I, I graduated before I could finish it because I was already working on my other projects and that was just going to be an extra one. So eventually when I do have a mill again, I'm going to finish up that M1A stock. It's, it's a walnut stock and uh, it's, it's going to look really nice when it is done. But uh, that's another one that I do want to get back because that is my favorite rifle. Again, it's not a, not strictly uh, practicality. Like that. that's just my overall favorite rifle is the M1A. So you got a old. Uh, yeah, I want I want that back. <laughs> That's another gun I definitely want back. Like I, I want to get the AK back because I have a ton of ammo. I have like three thousand. Well, that's that's still not a ton, but I have three thousand rounds that I'm just sitting on, that I can be shooting. Um, so I want to get the AK back first, but then I also have um, some three hundred eight, and I I have a bunch of mags for the M one A, and I want to get that scope back on there, and so. That's probably the order of the rifles that I'm going to get. An AK um, and then an M1A. Did you so, see that the um, Stava has a 308 AK coming up? I don't know how I feel about that either. Like, really? I don't like when <laughs> when a platform crosses into a different caliber that wasn't designed for it. Like, I hate the idea of an AK shooting 556. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate that idea. Like, if you're gonna go with a platform, go with what it was designed. Like, do whatever you want. Honestly, like, that, that's fine. But like, I just don't. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> that's just me. You'll definitely. It, it'll work just fine. But to me, like, I don't want to marry one caliber with a completely different platform. It just seems weird. I want that platform to be pure, and I want this other platform to be pure. But, you know, just like, that's just how I am. So how do you feel about the KS-47 and the CMMG Mutant? Or as, or They're as cool. They're cool. Says, 
<laughs> did he say that just now? No, he says C M M M M M M M M M G. Oh yeah, But no, like they're cool. They're cool. But I wouldn't get it. That's just that's just me. Like I don't want it. I don't want an AR platform shooting seven six two by thirty nine, or or an AK shooting five five six. But it's not really. Is it really an AR? It's an AR platform. It's a style, like a. It's it's similar. You know what I want to do, and if my FFL comes in, mm-hmm. I won't. I don't think I'll be able to do it this year. But when my SOT come in, mm-hmm. I think I think my uh, KS forty seven gonna end up getting a happy switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they um, yeah that that that'd be fun, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do make ARs and uh, AR fifteens and ten mil black one Dexter. As a matter of fact, um. I may have a video oh, yeah. come out on one in the near future. That's another thing, though. Black Point next year, the, the 10 millimeter AR. I, I don't like pistol calibers in AR platforms. I, I, I'll accept the SIG um, MCX. What is it again? MCX or uh, it's the SIG 9 millimeter. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's the MCX. Yeah, I think it is MCX. But um, I will accept that because I don't. It, yeah, it's similar to an AR, but it's not exactly. But I hate seeing a five-five-six typical lower that has like a um, <clears throat> what do you call it the the adapter to accept a you know pistol magazine. To me, it just looks goofy. It, just, it looks <laughs> goofy, man. Like why? <laughs> Get something, like I said, get something. Don't try to marry a different idea with another one. Get something that was meant to shoot nine millimeter, like a like a um, MP5 or or <laughs> or a Scorpion. I don't know, like something else. <laughs> I don't mind them when they have the lower receiver made and designed to take a pistol mag, but when mm-hmm. you just plug that adapter in there and then stick the mag in there, it looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't get the point. We have a nine millimeter Draco at the shop. It's the second one we've had in the last three months. Uh-huh. And every time I look at it, I'm like, this shit looks stupid as fuck. I know. That's what I <laughs> We had a Draco that was on the wall, too. Same thing. It was sitting there for a long time because nobody wanted it. It has a stupid Glock, Glock mag sticking out of it. What the? I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> Man, it looks stupid as hell, man. <laughs> Why? Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, head down firearms. Um, they make this gun. It's the HD nine. Mm-hmm. You can get it in a five inch barrel, ten and a half inch barrel, or sixteen inch barrel. And it's an AR. It takes uh, Glock Max nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say that I love shooting those guns. They run really, really well. Mm-hmm. They shoot really, really flat, and they're fun as hell to shoot. Mm-hmm. And the 16 inch, I don't know what it is, 
but if you run subs out of it, it almost sounds like you got to suppress. Oh, yeah. Did I? Uh-huh. But Did yeah, I drop I, there I, for I, a second I, there? No, you good. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of Sig because Sig uses their customers as guinea pigs. So I'm not a huge Sig fan. That's true. I, I did say that before in a live stream. I think it was RGG's live stream, or it might have been um, uh, Diesel TV. It might have been his. I don't know. But I, I said it in a live stream, and I said, uh, "Sig, they're they're good, but they do you know test on the public. They'll <laughs> they'll see how the gun does before they they'll sell it, and then see how it does." And then they'll be like, oh, okay, we got to fix this problem. And then they'll take right. them back and do it. Like, that's why I waited. My, my carry is a 365XL. I waited because I knew they were having problems with the first, the smaller one. Because right. they were having primer smear and it was breaking the firing pins and all that. So right. I was like, like that gun, that feels good and everything, but I don't know if I want that yet. But then when they came out with the XL, it helped it because it, it decreased the um, the time for, the for time. it to yeah for, for it to cycle. So it wasn't having the same primers. It still smears the primer a little bit, but nowhere near as much as it was with the shorter barrel. Um, so they fixed that, and I felt like the three the um, three sixty five XL was better than the first one. So that that's my carry now, and I and I like it. See, I carried it's like a, a good, well-rounded gun. I carried a 43X for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently made the switch to a CZP10C. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love my CZP10C. And then um, some days I want a pocket carry. I don't want to carry on the hip, so I carry my uh, GX4. Mm-hmm. So those are my main two carry guns right now. Um, everything else kind of just is a range toy. Yeah, I carry my Canon, but that damn thing is so damn big, bro. It's just, it's just a range toy, but I love shooting. <laughs> I wouldn't sell it. Now, now this new this new thirty carry thirty super carries out. I'm gonna get that that Shield Plus, and that'll be my carry gun for a little while, and I'll add it yeah. to the rotation. But my main carry gun is that CZP Ten C, and I put that Apex trigger kit in there that they sent. And man, it makes a world of difference, bro. That gun mm-hmm. laser beams. <laughs> but I, I like have you shot a have you shot that Palmetto State Armory Dagger 9? No, I haven't shot one yet. No. Bro. How is it? <laughs> that thing sheesh. Man, it shoots flat. It like, looks comfortable too. Very, it's very comfortable. Blocky. Too. Yeah, very, very comfortable to shoot. Hmm. I don't know what the hell that was. In the comments here. <laughs> Row Row in here? Oh, that's Devil Row. What's up, Devil Row? Yeah, they've been AK talking Lover it up. Asking. What's up, AAF? Yeah, they've been topping it up in here, man. I'm not yeah. sure this guy, the real... The real Zeke, what's up, fam? I don't know exactly what you're trying to say with that name, but what's up, fam? <laughs> Wait, what? Which one are you talking about? 
It's uh this guy right here. Uh, this dude right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's yeah, trying he to say right him. here. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate him coming through though. That's what's up. Hope everybody has <laughs> right. like button when he came in. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, Dev, um, AK Lover was asking um, uh, AR10 or 308 AK. Uh, yeah, I, I prefer it. AR-10. But you like AR-10? Like, yeah, but that's just because how, how I feel about it. Like, I don't want to cross the, the platforms like that, you know? So do you so, like yeah, long-range that... stuff? Hmm? You like long-range stuff? Uh, I only owned one long-range caliber. That was a uh, 300 Win Mag. Uh-huh. That thing kicked my butt, man. <laughs> it was, it was a Kimber, uh, Montana rifle, but eighty. I forgot what the model is, but it's like eighty something hundred, uh, model. But it's a Kimber Montana, so it's like the lightest, three hundred wind or three hundred wind mag that you can get. Got you. So, yeah. and I had never shot any caliber big at that time. I hadn't shot any caliber bigger than five five six, so um, when I got to the range and I was shoot, uh, I was getting ready to shoot that. I had my scope on and everything. I had my my target set up for two hundred yards because I was about to zero that scope, and I was not expecting the kick that the thing had. No muzzle brake on it. Lightweight stock. It's like a carbon fiber or like fiberglass reinforced. Palmer, some kind of lightweight stock. So the whole thing is super light and uh, no muscle break on it or nothing. <laughs> and when I took that first shot, I felt like I got punched in my shoulder. I was like, <laughs> man up, man, man up. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> now, just imagine some of the shit that Hooker's going to bring to Nashville, bro. <laughs> I I know what Hookah has. I know what he has. Yeah, I I did shoot his uh, four hundred uh, four uh, four seventy Nitro Express. I shot that one, that pistol, uh, but I haven't shot any of his other elephant guns. Like his, his five hundred Nitros and six hundred. I don't know what else he has, but yeah, I know he has some big caliber stuff. Some big so what about that five hundred Nitro Express? Is it really as mean as he is he talking about? Which one? That five hundred Nitro Express. I haven't shot that one. I shot the the four seventy. Okay. Um, I think it's four seventy, but okay. I shot that one. But the the, re, the from what he says, the the recoil is about the same, and it wasn't terrible. Uh, it does have a pretty good muzzle break on it, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like my wrist was broken. I I never shot anything any pistol. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> I did shoot one pistol one time, and I do have a video of it. Um, but it, I didn't post it on here. I posted it on Facebook a long time before I made YouTube. But um, it was a Lone Eagle in uh, .30-06. It was a like rear breech-loaded pistol, like really short. And um, How you doing, I was test firing it because I had to make a firing pin for it because they, they break their firing pins easily. And they don't make that gun anymore. You can't find parts. So I made a firing pin for it. And I was test firing it. And I did a video while the guy was 
uh, you know, he was recording for me. And <laughs> the first shot I took, same thing. I felt like I got punched in my hand. I was like, <laughs> but I had I had to shoot it again to make sure it was it was going to eject and shoot a second <laughs> round. So I I I turned the knob on it, ejected that round, put a new one in, closed it again. I was like, no, no, I got to do this again. <laughs> My head got so punished. So I only shot two in that video, but I did shoot six rounds total because I wanted to make sure the front pin wasn't going to break. You know, I wanted to keep keep doing it, make sure I wasn't getting a, a light primer strike or piercing the primer. Uh, I just want to make sure it was just right. So I shot a couple rounds through it. And uh, my hand was so tender after that. <laughs> I couldn't do any more. I wanted to shoot more to make sure it was still good. But I, I was like, no, I'm done with this thing. It works. It works. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I just shot those, and that was good. So my hand was dead after that. So but, what's, uh, the, what's the hardest hidden rifle caliber you shot? That well, I, I guess you could say the 50 BMG would be, but uh, it, it does have a muzzle brake and it's a uh, gas operated, so it absorbs a lot of that recall. But the, the biggest hit I took would be that 300 uh, Win Mag, yeah. And then I'm I'd never... say the second one would be a rifle slug out of a shotgun, that was another good kicking one. I was like. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, man. If you've never shot a slug out of a shotgun, especially like a three-inch slug or a three-and-quarter-inch slug, yeah, and that's what it was. It was three-inch. God, man, and it like I shot it. So I've got the Black Aces shotgun, the semi-auto joint with the wood mm -hmm. stock on it, and <laughs> it don't have nothing for padding on that. On that, man. <laughs> When I first got yeah. that gun, I went to the range. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to run the shit out of this damn gun. Slapped them three-inch slugs in there. I'm like, everybody talking about this shit going to hurt. Bah, bah, bah. Man, I put that shit up. Bah! I was like, shit! I <laughs> <laughs> got nothing to absorb. Nothing. <laughs> no, it hurts. It hurts. Like, the one I shot, right. too, was same way. They, they only had the little thin plastic butt pad on it, you know? It wasn't a rubber... <laughs> Thick butt pad. It was a thin little plastic one, and that thing punched me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You gotta be careful with that stuff, man, because that that black ice is literally does not have anything on the back of it for padding. It don't have nothing. <laughs> it's like they put a slapped a piece of uh, hard rubber on the back of it. It's like here you go. Yeah, but it ain't absorbing nothing. You feeling everything? Nope. So. I took my partner and his son to the range, and we let his son shoot it. He fired one shot. He was like, "Bah!" He said, "Ah!" <laughs> he he wouldn't shoot nothing the rest of the day. He was like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Let me see what they're saying in the comments, though. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, man. They uh, out here. This fool said his CCW is a Desert Eagle 44 mag. <laughs> <laughs> if you can pull it off, if you can pull it off, go ahead. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but anybody uh, got any last minute questions y'all want to ask my man before he get up out of here? Because we about to shut this down. 
Uh, who was that? I, I just saw one a second ago, but it's gone. Um, I can't find it right now. Uh, yeah, sorry, y'all. I've been, I've been trying to look at the comments, but, you know, I get distracted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, someone was saying that, um, yeah, Big Zoe, he said the 30-06 from a pistol. Uh, yeah, it's gotta be painful. Yeah, it was. It was, definitely. And, and again, that was, that was just a plastic frame. No, like, rubber padding or anything. It was just straight into your hand. <laughs> now, can you, now yeah. think about this. Like, these old FUD dudes, these old heads, they like them big-ass calibers, these hand cannons, and steel frame guns that's just trying to yeah. break every bone in your hand every time you squeeze a trigger. And I think that shit's funny. So I, yeah. I had this dude come in a, in a shop one day. We have a range in there. And this guy had, it was him, his wife, and his in-laws. And I don't know if he just didn't like his father-in-law or what the case was. But he had that then Smith & Wesson 500 revolver with the short barrel. And this dude's father-in-law had to be like 70-something years old. He probably went, he was about GHG size, little bitty something. <laughs> old as hell, dude. So he gave him the gun, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, this is about to be ugly, bro. So I'm, uh, I'm RSOing, so I made my way down there where they was at, and I'm standing right behind them. <laughs> and so <laughs> I told them when I got back in the shop, I was like, we got to go in the office and run this video back. Y'all got to see this shit. Yeah. So the old man, he stretches out with the revolver. He shoots it. Bow! And it flipped back. And that muzzle was about that far from his forehead, bro. He almost donked yeah. himself. I was like, either you don't like him, or you really thought he could handle that? My vote is I don't think he really liked dude. He wanted to bust him in the noodle, and because he yeah. was laughing his ass off. But I was like, shit. <laughs> I I do want to shoot one though. Uh, it was a life with uh, um, what was it? Ob or OB? G- yeah, Ob. Um, I always forget people's names. <laughs> but, but yeah, he he has that one that he like he likes to let people shoot. And they're just like they—they they don't know what to expect from it. They, just, <laughs> yeah, real round. But I do want to try it. I want to try it. I never shot a short five hundred magnum. I only shot my um, ten and a half inch. So I don't know what it's like to shoot a short one. And then I do have some seven hundred grain bullets that I want to try. So I can imagine a seven hundred grain bullet coming out of a shortage uh, barrel five hundred. I want to see what that's like. It's another thing that people don't do with revolvers that I do is when I'm shooting a revolver, I wrap my left thumb around the back like this. Like normally when you're shooting semi-auto, you want to have it thumbs forward. I can't get it right. frame. You want to have it thumbs forward. But with a revolver, you don't have to worry about a slide hitting you. Right. So what I do is I put my thumb back here right. and really grab onto that thing. Right. So when I'm shooting a revolver, I want I want I want to shoot that short 500 that way and see if that helps. Because <laughs> you get better grip on it like that. Like I wish Man. I could shoot semi-autos that way, but you gotta worry about slide bite. So you want to have it thumb forward. Um, you gotta be careful about that slide bite. I have to yeah. clean a lot of that mess up at work. No, ain't nobody a winner, Tackleberry Bug. So big goofy ass. 
He said, damn near knocked his dentures out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that, Black Boy never said he'd be setting up for <laughs> setting so, up food. What do you think about 1911 while we got you on here? I love 1911s. Love them. That was one of my projects any? that I built. Okay. In, in school. Yeah, it was from scratch, like oversized Caspian parts. So you had to, you know, measure everything. Yeah, you gotta measure everything and, and uh, um, fit them together. So uh, that that actually got me a scholarship from the American Price Pistol Smith Guild. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the American Pistol Smith Guild. They actually recognized my 1911, and they gave me a scholarship for that, the one that I built in school. So, oh, really? Uh, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> but Damn. yeah, I love the 1911. It was one of my favorite platforms. Can I have that that pistol? Yeah, I actually gave that to my other friend. I gave that to my friend from the Air Force, one of my best buddies. <laughs> like I he's lucky because that that was like over a thousand for all the parts, and then that's not even counting the labor that went into it, you know. So, and I just gave that to him. I gave I it to him as do. a gift. Go get it back. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. <laughs> get it back <laughs> hey let me borrow this thing but you know I, I do have uh, a rifle that I built too and that's supposed to go to my other friend because uh, those two uh, guys are my best friends and I haven't sent him that rifle yet <laughs> <laughs> and I had this thing for years but I I keep saying oh yeah I'll, I'll send it I'll send it soon and because my, my other friend, we lived close. He lived in Miami while I was in Sarasota. So I was able to drive over and drop it off to him. And uh, that, and we were same, from the same state, so that's no problem. So I gave that to him. But then my other friend, he's still in the Air Force, and he's he was in Washington State. And now he's over in Hawaii, so I can't really, as easily as I did with my other friend, just send it to him. So different laws, you know, different kind of things. But... That's just that's just more excuses because I do want to hold on to it for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I loaded him some ammo. I loaded him some 308 um, with 168 grain ELDs from Hornady, and um, so he has ammo and the gun. And that thing that that was another work of art. Like a, I got a video on that one actually, but to see it in person is just crazier than seeing it in video. It's 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 crazy. They give you your I appreciate y'all in the comments. Yeah, man, Mr. Wick got talent. Uh, got some talented gunsmith skills, Mr. Wick. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yeah, so, yeah I'm a 1911 dude. dude. Yeah, appreciate you, Jay and uh, Bug for the compliments. Yeah, man, appreciate you, Point Dexter. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Look at this. He said, I like Mr. Wood now. He says he loves 1911s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. I want. I can't wait to till I can afford You know what y'all should look into is uh, Bunker Arms. He makes uh, 1911s, but he posts all his stuff on Facebook. So if you, <laughs> if you look up Bunker Arms on Facebook, um, like he'll show you his... his uh, his process for making a 1911s. And a lot of, uh, like, custom 1911s are handmade. They, they're using uh, hand tools to make them, you know, precise. But what he does is he has um, 
CNCs and uh, surface grinders. So he can make them better on these machines, better than anyone can make by hand. Far better than anybody can make by hand. He's he's one of those guys that'll make them so so precise that you can't see the cutout between the slide and the frame. Damn. He's one of those dudes. Like, you've, have you seen those videos where they'll take the slide and they'll rack it back and you couldn't even see the line? You can't see the gap. <laughs> Damn. So, he's one of those guys. Look up Bunker Arms. I can't afford one of his guns. <laughs> They're expensive. But what's so great about his page is he shows you what he's doing. He's not trying to be stingy with his information. He's sharing a lot of what he learns in... Uh, what he knows about 1911s. He got a website too. Yeah, bunk arms. Uh, you can order you can order stuff on there, um, and he'll build he'll build them like custom, every detail that you want. Even if you want something engraved into it, or um, a different design that you want into it, he'll take that and then he'll he'll build it for you. So every one of his guns is built from scratch. And I I got to and, and this dude. He's super cool too because he was in the Sarasota area where I was, and I just showed up to his shop because I didn't know what it was. I just looked up, you know, gun stores and that that pulled up as one of them because he's an FFL. But I just showed up to his shop, knocked on the door, and he's like, "Yeah, man, come on in." <laughs> and he's not a he's not a gun store. He's just like a guy in the shop making 1911s, but um. He, he let me in. He walked me around the shop and, you know, t told me everything. He showed me everything that he's doing in there. It's just him. It's just him doing all this. And uh, he walked me through, showed me everything. He let me use his machines. <laughs> he actually let me use his machines. He, he didn't know who I was. I was just some random dude. But I told him I just got out of gunsmith school. I showed him some of my work and everything. And he was pretty impressed with that. But his stuff is so precise and like they're they're really custom high-end custom stuff like i said i can't afford it yet but when i am able to i want to get a, a 10 millimeter from him oh hell yeah damn look yeah. at that got that research yeah, see? <laughs> damn look at them lines bro <laughs> that's fitted and, tight I, as and that's not even a good one <laughs> that's, that's like a looser tolerance one but it's he's that's he he can get those tolerances tight. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he's funny. good. He is. But yeah, like funny. I said, he's from the Sarasota area. And uh he he's a really cool guy. He'll add you on Facebook too. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. uh I'm gonna like him right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to if I go to Florida, I'm gonna have to go by there and check him out. Yeah. He, yeah, he said his his father was a nineteen uh, eleven builder, like custom nineteen elevens, and he he used to work at a I think a pharmacy. I think he like managed the pharmacy, and nobody taught him anything besides what, like what his father knew. But he didn't go to any school. He just learned how to use machines, how to program CNCs, and use all these different machines. And he did it himself. <laughs> Miss Brenda, how you doing? Hey, Miss Brenda, I saw you in the comment, like the one of the earliest comments. Yeah, she was like the second one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Miss Brenda, man, she a real one, dude. She be supporting hard, bro. I, I appreciate that lady. For real, for real. 
Well, man, they giving your flowers out here, bro. They really like you out here, man. You out here you doing your thing, man. And there's a lot more to you than just a full auto Desert Eagle, as we can see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out my, my Instagram, too, um, if y'all aren't on there, because that, that, that has a lot more information, um, like, as far as what I've done before, too. Look, look who um, just popped in here. I like to do a couple cool things. What's up, RGG? What's up, fam? <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I've I've learned a lot about you tonight, man. I'm, it's I, you got a lot more going on up there in that that brain of yours, and what I thought was going on. I thought you, was, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, doing your thing, but I didn't know you was that deep. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like the 1911s and all that stuff. I didn't know you went that deep yeah. into that. And how long you been in the guns? Since when I really got into it, it was 20, 2012. 2012. Yeah, and that's when you yeah. really locked in on it. Yeah, that's when I really like bought my first one, and then I started watching YouTube videos, and started being a real enthusiast and starting to carry and all that, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, mommy, asking how old are you? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Ah, oh, so you still young, yeah. bro. You still got plenty of time to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I when I'm able to get my own machinery, there's gonna be a lot more coming out too. Oh, it's coming, brother. Cool things. Yeah, it's coming, man. I mean, you definitely got the skill set. To make some stuff jump off, mm. and I can't wait to see what you do in the future, man. I can't wait to see, you know, what I'm saying what what you do, and what you bring to the world. Because I know you're gonna bring something crazy out, and they're gonna be like, "Damn, this dude tripping." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be seeing your ass at Shot Show, going to interview you at Shot Show. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was at Shot Show this year, though. Looks like everybody had a lot of fun, man. After seeing all the fun that everybody had this year, I wish they wouldn't have canceled it last year when I was actually set to go. Mm -hmm. But I will be there next year. And yeah. I think there's a whole mob of folks talking about going. So we might all just link up and just mob out to that gym. Yeah. And just crash it. You know, turn it up, take it over. See, they're going to be like, damn, I'll leave black folks in here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's, I'll I think be it'll be at RGG's event, though. He says, uh, Somebody, Big Zoe said, now if he makes a full auto straw bob. Anything semi auto can be full auto. <laughs> <laughs> RGG going to be like, shit, what's up? Let <laughs> me <didn't> get that. <laughs> yeah, he going to be one of the secret sauce. <laughs> Point is, he's literally half my age. <laughs> He said, uh, I want to see a full auto Strybar. He was shutting Nashville down. Oh, hell yeah, he would. <laughs> Nashville would be done. They were, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So are the, is the Desert Eagle making the trip to Nashville? Is that y'all going to bring it? I'm sure it is, but you got to ask Jay, uh, Jay the Shooter. Like, that, that's Jay his. Like, he's, he's the one possessing that. So uh, everything to do with that is all through him. Jay the Shooter, yeah. is it coming? You it better be coming, Jake. <laughs> coming. Yeah, we we got a little shit. bit of ammo left, but but that's what I'm saying. If y'all if y'all plan on shooting that full auto desert eagle at uh, RGG's event, bring some 50 AE because we're gonna run out. <laughs> yeah, man. And it's expensive. If y'all don't know, man, RGG got the a regular meetup part two. Coming to Nashville yeah. with the RGAs, the a regular gun uh gun guy awards or a regular gun awards. Yeah. So yeah, you got to 
got to be watching out, man. It's about to be lit. It's about to be lit. Yeah. Look. look. <laughs> this dude ain't carrying numbers from big That's shit. all your CCWs, huh? <laughs> he walking around here wearing some suspenders and shit. Hold his pants up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, oh, man, that's great. Well, man, I definitely appreciate you for coming through, brother. Uh, you yeah. want to go ahead and shout out all your social medias and where people can check you out at? Uh, it's just Mr. Wilcon, uh, just like you see it here on YouTube. And then on Instagram, it's Mr. Wilk underscore firearms. Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people are, um, I think I haven't, I haven't actually shouted out each one. So like on my Instagram, you probably wouldn't know I have a YouTube and you wouldn't know I have Instagram on YouTube. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like that. They, they, they are different. I treat them very differently. Like my, my Instagram is more, uh, visual, just, you know, pictures, kind of like an art form. And then my YouTube is more informational. So I, I treat them differently. But yeah, so that's um, just said It's definitely coming to Nashville, that and more. Yeah. I'm going to need you to get on YouTube and promote your Instagram and then get on Instagram and promote your YouTube yeah. so everybody can come follow you. <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't realize I'm on so many different platforms. I'm on GunStreamer. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Odyssey, which is actually called Library. Mm -hmm. but for some reason, when you download the app, it says Odyssey, um, which is pretty dope because they pay you for your views of crypto over there. Okay. And then I'm on a new platform uh, called Utreon. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, it's, it's new, new. It's like new, new. So, mm -hmm. like, to even be a content creator over there, you have to apply through their beta program. Like, it's new, new. Okay. Um. So, I'm on that. So, I'm, in, I'm on a lot of different stuff, man. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, man, definitely appreciate you coming through. You're welcome to come through anytime, man. If you're in the chat you want to just jump in or something, man, just, like, hey, drop the stream or drop the link. I got you. Jump All in right. anytime, man. All right. <laughs> Surprise Jaden holler about jumping here. I told him, I said, you know what I'm saying? You can come in if you want to. And he's like, now nah, we're gonna let my brother shine tonight, get his shine on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's pretty supportive. Jay's pretty supportive. Like he, he really is down to earth. I like him. I'm he's just gonna good. look at the comments here once one more time, just make sure we didn't miss anything. There go one right there. But tech. Yeah, yeah tech bit. Yeah, as I said, we already, I was wondering where the idea came from. Um, it's it came from me seeing Jay the shooter with his fifty uh, GI and his fifty Beowulf all full auto, and then I was like, you need you need a fifty um, AE Desert Eagle full auto. What up, QB? <laughs> I knew that was gonna be crazy. Nobody's ever done that before. So, oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. that was a genius idea, man. I, I, that's something I don't think we'll ever see anybody like pop that with a desert eagle you can't i mean i don't know where you where would you even go at this point with a i know eagle? it's hard to top it it's hard to top <laughs> it it's like that that's the most ridiculous gun first it's a desert eagle so it's already the most ridiculous gun there is 
<laughs> yeah, you ain't a full auto. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to beat. Most people, like the people at my job, when I showed it to them, they were like, that's stupid. But at the same time, they was like, wait a minute. You could tell they were like, yeah, that's stupid. But they was like, wait a minute. It's, at the same time, you can see they're like, well, it's actually pretty dope, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know why people are looking at it like it's a practical thing. Yeah. It's like, a desert eagle. <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> I thought that was dope. When I first saw it, dude, if you would have saw my face when I saw that gun, I was like, did, did this nigga just... No, he didn't. No, he did not just do that. <laughs> I just I need watched a that video about camera. ten times. I'm like, is he just? No. <laughs> I just need a high speed camera. I want to see that thing in super slow mo in HD, because I think it's really like I look at guns. I don't. I don't know if you ever watched um inside the like. It's Larry Vickers. He did a slow mo video on inside the AK. Mm-hmm. And it's like the AK running without the dust cover. You can see it stripping the rounds off. They edit it to make it sound like it's so epic and everything. Like they really romanticized the AK, uh, how it was functioning. And I want to do the same thing with the Desert Eagle because it's so romantic looking at it when it's flinging out around, stripping the next one in. And the shells are still in the air by the time it's empty. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. it's so fast. <laughs> yeah. So I I love to see that thing in super slow mo, super HD. Just gotta find someone who has a, a high speed camera. So when you dropping that video? <laughs> Say again. When you dropping that video? Oh no, I need to find someone who has one, who has a high speed camera. Because I would love to see it like that. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm saying, when are you gonna drop the video? So when are you gonna oh, get on that? As soon as I find somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find somebody. <laughs> but but I do have a slow-mo video on my, like, I got, yeah, you've probably seen, like, a lot of the uh, videos that went viral were just hit at full speed. But there are some slow-mo ones out there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was screaming out loud when I saw it. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> I <do. laughs> man, man. So, man, this is my my thing, and, and what I, I I come across a lot out here. A lot of white people, when it comes to firearms, look at black people like we're stupid, and we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, when you get a brother. That come from where we come from, and you out of nowhere, you done made this part and made this gun full auto that nobody thought was possible to be full auto, and it runs flawless, and everybody's loving it. They hate it, and it's all legal too, <laughs> and it's all legal. Because I hear that comment a lot. I hope he got his paperwork. Blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. legal. He legit. Yeah. All legal. The paperwork is in. Jay has the paperwork on him. He'll show it right to you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, RGG. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's a lot of folks don't realize how big that was. It might not be that big to you, but when you really sit back and think about it, bro, what you did, 
Like my mm-hmm. man Bug said, that was groundbreaking, bro. Ain't nobody else did that. Ain't nobody even thought about it. Right. And here your ass is just sitting at the house chilling with this little devil on your shoulder. Like, we need to do something real crazy. You know what? <laughs> they got all these full autos. Let's, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? That's, yep. that's some mad genius type stuff. I mean, you're a genius, brother. You don't realize. It. You know what I'm saying? That's some that was a genius move right there. You know how many people, <laughs> man, if you put that on the market to sell it, you know how, how much money would be made out here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for people that could have it. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's crazy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I so, just want to see it. I what I like about it now, now that I've shot it, like it's super addictive to shoot it. But now that I've I've shot it, my favorite thing is to see other people shoot it. I love seeing everybody's reaction when they shoot it. <laughs> so I, I can't wait to see more of that in Nashville. But yeah, they 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 posted me up on uh, Car Arms on their Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's big, man. They recognizing, they seeing, you know what I'm saying? They watching. Yeah. And they waiting to see what's next. And I you see I see what he say right here. I already know, Jay. I know it's gonna be something crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's time to make yep. folks mad out here. Big mad. That's, I don't care. Be big mad all you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Be mad. I'm just out here having fun, man. You definitely <laughs> will go down in history. In a, you're gonna be in a in a history book for firearms one day, as the man that invented the full auto desert eagle. Do you realize that? <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you, that that would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you already wrote that. You already wrote that little spot in history, and it's a monumental. Yeah. Spot. It ain't even a little spot. It's a monumental spot. That, big, that does man. honestly feel like that feels pretty good to know that because I I love guns and to know that I I did my little part like I did my little thing and that <laughs> you know, little thing you're talking cool about was monumental, bro. <laughs> it really yeah. wasn't that little. It was big, bro. When I saw that video, when I'm gonna tell you my favorite video out of all of them was when Black Rambo shot that gun. And he was like, what? Put some more ammo in this bitch. <laughs> Put some more bullets. Give me some more bullets. <laughs> Dude, I think that has to be like, I can't wait to feel that. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to shoot this when we come to that. I didn't get to shoot the 50, the full auto 50 Beowulf when we was in Houston. Yeah. When I was in line to go shoot it, you know what I'm saying? My big homie was taking a nap. You know what I'm saying? So we had to break out and go see what was up. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to shoot it this year if he bring it. Yeah. I definitely want a piece of that eagle, though. I definitely want some of that eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's you know definitely like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and you can't find it anywhere else either. <laughs> it's only one. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully hopefully more, uh, more people will be getting their SOTs because um, – like a lot of people want, uh, like from who Jay and I know, they want to have their full auto Desert Eagles too. So as soon as they get theirs, there'll be some more out there. Oh, uh, right, I didn't John, really want a Desert Eagles. I, I love John Browning. 
<laughs> John Moses yeah. Browning. I, I did make a, um, I laser engraved a frame, a 1911 frame dedicated to him. It's on my Instagram. You're not going to see it on Facebook. I mean, on, um, on YouTube, he said, what it's you on my Instagram. Did it lift the black Rambo off the ground and the head, bro. <laughs> It did. It did. Jay, Jay had to catch him. He was like, oh. <laughs> if you look at the different angles, you can see him. Like, he's, he's supporting him. He's like, whoa. <laughs> and and I, forgot, I forgot which one it is, but there is one angle of it, too, where you can see me. I'm kind of, like, inching up, getting closer to the black ground to make sure he doesn't fall back, too. <laughs> but Jay had his hand behind him. He's ready to catch him, man. Because <laughs> he's already a small dude, you know. So. <laughs> so, and then he shoots the fifty B or the fifty uh, AE full auto. It's just like, yeah, that, that took him out. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man, I wish I could have been there in person to see that. <laughs> and the crowd went crazy too. They're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so my man said on a scale of one to ten how difficult was it to convert that desert eagle uh uh it's hard to say i'd say um i'd say six six i guess okay. but the hard part was just trying to think through it trying to think it out how to do it because i was thinking of different different ways and then i would be going down one track thinking okay i can do it this way mm -hmm. but then this will happen so i have to figure out something else there and then i have to restart i'll be like okay that that's not gonna work out i have to go a different route and then finally when i came up with the route how i was gonna do it it, it was pretty easy so doing it again would be really easy because i already know how, how it's planned i know how to do it now but just trying to figure it out was the hard part so on one to ten, what would you say the difficulty was? If you had to write it on a scale of one to ten, what would you say the difficulty was? Uh, now I would rate it three because there's still some machining involved. It's not like a like like the switch on a Glock. You just change the back plate and you make sure that the the uh, the trip isn't too long you don't you gotta sometimes you have to sand it down you have to make sure it fits properly um <laughs> but uh it's not as easy as you know pop popping a uh, switch on a glock but full auto 50 bmg uh there are some out there so i'm not like super full auto, motivated well, to make one we're not talking about military grade type stuff man come on now <laughs> talking about some for the streets for the i'm streets. afraid to though I'm afraid to because if I mess up, what up mess, I'm babe? trying to figure it out. That's an expensive gun to mess up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was already scared with the with the Desert Eagle because that's an expensive gun too. But a 50 BMG like a like an M107 or something, that's Look, a lot of money to be messing up. <laughs> he said that may hurt. It's, yeah, it's definitely gonna hurt. Shit. Yeah. You know, that's not like a little. That yeah, that's definitely will. Well, he fired the gun to be the 50 and slid up. <laughs> but you know, they're, they're not that bad though. The uh, the 107s, the Barretts, because they have like a big recoil spring and their big muzzle brake and everything, it's not as terrible as you'd think. 
but there are some that are not as as nice to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my man said that that thought process is powerful. Can't take that for granted. Yeah. yeah. That that was the hardest part, just thinking it through. Yeah, see, said, yeah, let's see how it's doing this much. Yeah. yeah. Much respect. I appreciate man. it. <laughs> Told you, man, they're giving your flowers out here, man. You did the damn thing with that, man. I appreciate it, yo. Let me let me get back to the comments because I've been slacking on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I see y'all though. I see y'all. I appreciate all y'all. I'm I'm really just I'm appreciative of, of you know everybody just seeing the gun really, and just I'm glad everybody knows about it. And I'm glad it did pretty well. So, but I just want to get more people to shoot it, that because that's my favorite part. I want to see more people shoot it and get their reaction. Oh, that's definitely going down to Nashville. Yeah, that's definitely going. Down. I'm gonna find me a box of 50 BMG. I'm shooting that damn Desert Eagle. I'm in that 50 AE. I'm shooting that Desert Eagle. Yeah, it's going down. I'm, I'm I'm like OB, I guess. Like I want to see people's reaction. Like when he lets people shoot that 500, that's yeah. me with this 50 AE. I just want to see people's reactions now. Right, right. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I like I love the fact that you're so humble. Mm -hmm. You're very humble. You're not. You know what I'm saying? You didn't get all big headed about it and stuff. Even uh, off camera when we were just talking before we went live, mm -hmm. you were just. You was just chilling, you know what I'm saying? You was humble as hell, you know what I'm saying? You still being humble, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so everybody else is giving you your flowers, and that's what I, you know, that's that's a beautiful thing to see everybody giving you your flowers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, it, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of strange, honestly, because I don't I don't see it like like uh, like people saying, "Oh, you're a celebrity." I don't see it that way, <laughs> but it's. I appreciate all y'all who were saying that. Um, but yeah, I'm just a regular guy. Don't think I'm um, uh, anything special. <laughs> nah, just, you are, man. Whether you, I just like you guns, man, or not, I know you're humble, but it, it takes a special person to have a, a, a special thought process to do something like that. Mm -hmm. That's a gift from God to be able to even think of something like that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So he gave mm -hmm. me the talent not only to be able to create it mentally, but to actually bring it to life physically. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. that's a gift, man. That's a gift. Man, what's up? Uh, I'm not from this planet. Mill Spec J. Appreciate y'all coming through. But yeah. I can't wait to see everybody in Nashville, though. Because to me, I love those events when I see people in person. When we when we did the Mark Chopper Day, that, that's when I met Gun and Hooker. Uh, that like it's it's really nice seeing everybody up there talking. Everything's going well, you know. I, I'm 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 sad I missed the first RGG uh, regular meetup, but I'm definitely making this next one. So <laughs> I can't wait to see everybody there. Oh uh, yeah, man! Mm -hmm. If you missed the first one, the first one was amazing. That mm -hmm. was history being made. Yeah. That was the first time we had that many people that looked like us mm -hmm. in one place with that many guns, and we weren't using them on each other. 
Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do we had? Mm-hmm. I know there had to be fifty people out there, sixty people, and everybody mm-hmm. had at least three guns apiece. So <laughs> yeah. there yeah. was a lot of guns floating around. Hell, like I said, uh, Gershon had a damn box. It was like a rolling suitcase, one of the little small rolling <laughs> suitcases. Just full of gun parts. It's out there trying to put shit together. Like, does this go with this? I don't, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> everybody brought a bunch of stuff. I brought 11 by myself. Mm-hmm. So it was, we was thick out there with the guns, bro. But it was beautiful, man. All Everybody yeah. was hanging out, chilling, kicking it. Hanging out in the lobby of the hotel. Hanging out, going out to eat. You know, it was just fun, man. And yeah. I can't wait for everybody to come to Nashville. Mm-hmm. It's going to be lit. We're going to have fun. I'm taking off a couple of extra days for that. I got one event coming up before then. So I'm going to be a little, a little e- event exhausted, I guess. Because <laughs> I got some other stuff going on, too. I got to. But, man, I can't wait for you to come out there. I'm hoping you surprise us and bring some. I know you and Jay got some rabbits up your hats. I know y'all. If I know Jay, he got some kind of something cooking. <laughs> it's always something cooking. <laughs> always something cooking. If Especially I know with Jay, Jay, he got something cooking. Is, <laughs> he is one of the busiest people I know. He's always thinking about something. <laughs> Man, his brain don't never stop, bro. Man, you can call Jay just to say what's up. And it'll be an hour conversation because his mind just starts clicking and he just starts spitting shit. And it's like, damn, yep. bro, your brain don't never shut off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, his brain yeah. is constantly going. And I love it, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But look at my man. Yeah, what's right great about him, too, is he's, he's humble, too. Like, he actually reaches out to people. He's not a snob. Like, he'll, he'll reach out to anybody. Oh, yeah. That's how I met him. Like he was big, he was big up there, and he still accepted my um my Instagram message, you know. And now look at it. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I do. You see I do want to. I do want to make some more nineteen levels. I do yeah. need to make more. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first, y'all. Mister Wilk. 1911's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, I just, I look forward to meeting everybody, man. I look forward to meeting you and hanging out with you, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish you much love and much luck and much success in the future, brother, because you can just blow up out here. I can see it now already. <clears throat> I can already see it. This fool said I'm bringing my RPG so me and Big Fish can be twins. What? Uh, Okay. (laughs) Launching rockets up there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if Benny McGee going to like that one. (laughs) I I saw someone say uh, about the ammo for the 50AE. Uh, yeah. You can bring some 50AE if you want to shoot it, but also I have a 357 Magnum conversion, but it has to shoot 158 grain and up. So if you want to shoot 357, I'll bring that conversion too. So uh, you, you don't have to shoot 50AE if you don't want to. 
the 357 is a lot more controllable too. It's, it's like I had one wick. Uh, I don't know if y'all know about one wick. Uh, we did a couple of videos with him too, but he shot the 357 in full auto and he's shooting at a steel target and he hit every round on target. <laughs> so yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot more controllable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This brother here, I'm not from this planet. Yeah. He was, me and him were the first two YouTubers in this area to do videos at the Glock store. Mm -hmm. And, um, apparently he's been out to the farm already before <clears throat> where we're going to be shooting at. But yeah, he, he's a cool dude too. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Are you going to be at the event? I'm not from this planet. Are you coming to the regular meetup? But yeah, you're going you're gonna to have a lot of eyes on you at that event. That's for sure. <laughs> I feel like you're going to, uh, you might as well just post up. We just got to get a big sign with your name on it and just post you up over there with your own little booth. <laughs> I'm just trying to go there and have fun. <laughs> I don't even know how much I'm going to be recording there because that that kind of takes away. That's that's another one of my problems too is I don't record as much as I should because I, I want to enjoy it. Like the Mark Chopper day, I didn't record one bit. <laughs> I should have. So in that case, what I would recommend you do is get you somebody that you trust with the camera yeah. and bring them with you and let them record for you. Yeah, that would be the easiest. guy's going to be with me. Yeah, Say again? Scott, that's my camera guy. He's going to be with me. Oh, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a dope event, man. He said, I don't got one. I know you didn't have one, bro. But I had to mess with you, but that was a heck of a statement you made there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we won't... I'm mainly looking forward to meeting everybody. Oh, yeah. Who are you looking forward to meet the most? And just be honest. I actually want to meet Yoki Stirrup because she's behaving. Because <laughs> she's behaving, and I want to I want to be like I want to talk to her in our accent. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then <laughs> and then I want to let y'all hear it too. <laughs> but so I was watching a video of hers a while back where she had went shark hunting or shark. She was uh, walking with the sharks or swimming with the sharks or something like that. And she went back home or whatever. And she was with some of her family and her accent started coming out. Yeah. And it was a trip. Because <laughs> you can hear it every now and then when she's talking. But it was like it was thick, thick when she was on that trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was thick. Yeah, so I that that's uh, she's she's a lot. Of, I want to. I'm looking forward to being because I want to just be able to talk like that. You know, <laughs> so that'd be cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. Oh, right, so you coming? To, you coming to Nashville, Mill Spec? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of people, man. A lot of people. A lot of people I've already met. You know what I'm saying? I, we was in Houston with Yoki and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know, RGG, that's my guy. You know, got to meet a lot of people that's in the chat right now already. Say Fulonzo. You know what I'm saying? They're my dudes. So I got to meet a lot of people yeah. already. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing who shows up in Nashville at that event and uh, meet those people too. Yeah. I don't really have. I think the only one that like 
like the big, big, big YouTubers that I'm just like, okay, yeah, I want to meet this one that I know is going to be there is Black Rambo and Twister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've been a Twister fan since back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember a time when I didn't know who Twister was. What? <laughs> I don't remember a time when I didn't know who Twister was. You remember a time when you didn't know who Twister was? No, I, I don't remember a time when oh. I didn't know who he was. Like, okay, okay. He's always been, you know, up there. <laughs> well, hell, I mean, he's probably been doing music as long as you've been alive, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I can't tell you a time when, when Twister was new to me. He never was new to me. I always knew of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. crazy. That was crazy too to meet him in person. It's like, that's Twister right there. <laughs> yeah. You know how many, you know, all these songs I heard from this guy? I mean, how long I've been hearing this guy's voice? Yeah. And then you standing there with him shooting guns. Yeah. And then Black Rambo, too. Like, uh, first time I met him was at the uh, Mark Chopper Day. But him, too, because I remember when he when he did his videos years back, you know, his little rap videos showing all his guns and stuff. Yeah. And you couldn't even see him. He wasn't in the camera back then. He was just showing the guns and rapping. But um, him, too. I never I never would have thought I'd be Black Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's crazy. Yeah, That's I knew crazy. one day I'd probably meet Rambo at an event or something uh, if I stuck with this mm-hmm. YouTube thing. But I never in a million years thought Twister would be involved in the mix. Yeah, and that's what's <laughs> so great, too, because he, he's a big name who's really involved with it. Like, he doesn't just like guns. He's, he's in it. <laughs> Got the gun camp going. Yeah, man. I, that gun camp thing is dope. Yeah. That's dope. What do you say? Black Rambo gonna be at Maryland Arsenal February 18th. Okay. That's or MDR. Total Glock Boy said, Y'all still on here? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard to not talk about guns. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look what Big Zo said. What's up? Look what Big Zo said. Now fifty uh, a full auto Caltech P fifty would be controllable. Oh yeah, I can yeah, see. Sorry, Let me, yeah, I can see now. Um, yeah, that would be that would be nice. <laughs> Mill Jake, Mill Spec Jay, silly man. He said, "I just want to ask Twister if he still studies PIMPology." And Twist, like a lot of these people that you meet. That's that's another reason why I'm looking forward to meeting everybody at this event is because you get to see them without the cameras. Right. And Twister is a really humble, like he was really quiet at that event. Like he <laughs> he was a lot quieter than I thought he would be. Right. So it, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see everybody's natural side. Well, he was uh, pretty quiet when he was on RGG's live. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like over yeah. the top or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he spoke. That's exactly whatever. how he was. Yeah, so but he was pretty laid back. Like I will say, like since we've been on the live, you've been actually more upbeat and perk, you know, perky while we've been on the live. 
But before we went live, you was just like, you just kind of chilling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you still, you know what I'm saying? You still real laid back, but you, you, you're a little bit more upbeat than you was before we went live. Yeah. yeah We've been having fun here, man. I'm just Keep like, I, I slowly warm up to people. And then when I do warm up to somebody, it's then they get to see, like, how I am. So that's just kind of how I am. Like, I don't know how people, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I don't know how people just go out there and talk to anybody and be best friends with them. I'm like, how do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I I can't do it. Yeah, it's impossible. It's, it's not my nature to do that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Libra, bro. So we social anyway. So Yeah, my, my youngest sister is social. She's really social. But my other two siblings, that we're, we're all quiet. We're all quiet. We're all just kind of in the cut, you know. <laughs> but but whenever I do get to know somebody, it's it's um, like I'm 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 a lot more open, yeah. and I feel that way with everybody on here because we all have a common interest. So right. that's automatically a thing for us, you know. So I'm always easily I can talk to everybody on here a lot easier. Um, yeah, but normally <laughs> I'm just like. Quiet. <laughs> Look at Jay the shooter. Let me find out Mr. Wood got media. Got media. <laughs> yeah, from you, Jay. Always forcing me to be in the camera. I don't want to be in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, Jay be on it, boy. He's like, what's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, brother? You know what I'm saying? He's ready to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah. like when you talk to him on the phone or something, he's like real. He, he's laid back, but he still talks really fast. He talks fast, bro. Sometimes yeah, I he's a fast talker. Yeah. For a second and let it process. Like, what the hell did he just say? He's trying not <laughs> to waste time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't. He can't afford to waste time. He has to get that out now. <laughs> Man, that dude yeah, he'll go through stuff so fast, dude. When you talking to him. It's like, damn, bro, am I listening slow as he just talking really damn fast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a fast talker. But, yeah, he definitely uh, – I definitely appreciate, you know, FFL Elite. Mm -hmm. Y'all haven't tried it. I got a link in the description of all my videos. Go check out that FFL Elite. I got the link on my website as well, and the link's in the affiliates tab. This brother, man, he – I used the course to go through my FFL process. And I think it's going to save me a lot of headache because a lot of the stuff that they were going to want and need, I already had it done and I included it in the packet when I sent it to them. So those are steps that I don't have to worry about them coming back, asking me, well, you need to do this, you need to do that. Because I, I proactively did it based off of what I got out of the course. So that course is dope, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, if y'all haven't done it, do it. You cover because he got you on his FFL, so that's dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I did take the course, too, and it's very straightforward. Yeah, very yeah, straightforward. Definitely. Like, it's not any kind of um, – it, it's not too – like, you're not being thrown a whole bunch of information. It's straightforward. It's like, this is your first step. This is the next step. This is what you might have to deal with. You know, like, it's it's good – <laughs> yeah, and see, since my my living situation changed, 
in the middle of me going through the process, I had to change up some stuff in my paperwork, but mm-hmm. it worked out as a blessing for me because I have a space now to where I can store everything, put all my sites, whatever. Yeah. I got my security system installed and everything, and I don't have to have it off site. So mm-hmm. it worked out as a blessing. And, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't buy this house. We rented this house, but it was cool because the landlord was a gun guy. And so he was cool when we were using the, this address um, for my FFL. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it worked out good. real good. Yeah, so God was working, man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to let go and let God, man. He'll take care of you. You yeah. just got to move out the way and let him do what he do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and that's what I tend to do, man. I just let him do what he do. Let him yeah. drive the car. I just sit back and ride. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently that's what you're doing, man, because you're making moves out here. But as a song, I always tell people they, uh, damn, it's uh, something five, Maroon Five, making moves like Jack. <laughs> I always tell people they're making moves like Jack. And uh, oh. I'm, proud of, I'm proud of seeing my people out here doing their thing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. And that's what I like about RGG, because I'm glad with the unity. <laughs> Yeah, you Jackson on me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not uh, talking yep. you listening slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So we uh we definitely uh had a good time on here tonight. What you what you say right here, Jay? What Jay say? Fast talkers run the world. They don't even have to make sense. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's true. That's true. That's I've met true, a lot bro. of people that they're saying nothing, but they say it fast, and you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah look at our president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, man. Man. But, man, I'm going to get out of here. I got this uh, beverage I've been drinking over here is talking to me. And uh, so I have to leave this seat for a minute. Yeah. I've enjoyed this. Everybody, y'all been very active. Talking to my brother, cutting up in the chat. I love seeing that camaraderie in the chat, man. Seeing everybody enjoying each other. Go ahead and shout out them, uh, them social media platforms one more time for them. So it's on YouTube, just like you see it here, Mr. Wilk. And on Instagram, it's Mr. Wilk underscore firearms. And that's, that's just the only two that I'm on. Just Instagram and YouTube. All right. He's going to be on, on YouTube. Promoting Instagram and Instagram promoting right. YouTube, he's gonna he's gonna make this happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll cross him. I'll cross him. <laughs> well, yeah. man, brother, is there anything else you got coming out that you can talk about that you want to throw out there real quick for him? Nah, all he, surprises. Nah, he, he like nah, them uh, them classified. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I already kind of mentioned the the uh, twenty twenty round magazine for the fifty AE, but like I said, that's giving me issues. So it's kind of sitting there. That I already released so many teasers on it that everybody kind of knows it exists, <laughs> but it's just not running that great. So right. give me a little bit more time with that one. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be ready when I when we go to Nashville. Otherwise, the the factory mags they work just fine. They were just great, and it's just as fun. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to check it out, man. Yeah, but I hope y'all enjoyed everything tonight. And uh, like I said, dude, anytime you in here and you want to jump in, just say drop the link, brother. I got you. All right, all right, my <laughs> man. Appreciate you coming through, man. Appreciate y'all coming through, and we out this camp. Be blessed. All right. Stay dangerous. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all.